Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. What's up? Hey, everyone. How you doing? You sons of bitches. We're so happy to see you, and by see you, we mean talk to you and have you hopefully listen to us. Yeah, because we're not seeing anything. Yeah. Except each other. We can see, yeah. And you look good today. Thanks, man. You look good yourself. Thanks, man. I like those glasses. Yeah, these are new. Yeah, I just got these three days ago. That's fucking badass. Right? I got my prescription fixed. I actually hasn't. I, I had noticed them. Let's see. Not yesterday, but definitely day before yesterday, I noticed them. And I wasn't quite like I was like, okay, those are definitely new. How long have they been on his face? And like, how long have <laughs> I just not pay attention? Well, that's good. So th- th- it's been three days. That's, that's I missed the first day. Okay. That's no, good. that's good though because that I means that they. Anything. Well, it's okay because that means it blended in well enough that it wasn't like what the hell is on yeah, your what's, no, on, what's on your what's on your face. They're good. Yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, I have astigmatism. I didn't know that. And astigmatism. Oh yeah. Is, so is it? You have a? Is it called a, a stigmatism or is it like an astigmatism? No, no. Stigmatism. Stigmatism. (laughs) (laughs) Stigmatism. (laughs) All right. That's sweet. Right? No. Singular. Singular. One eye. Uh, It makes, I guess it's supposed to make like the way, isn't it? Isn't it it eye vibration? The way that your eyes cross and work together. There's something off in there. It makes it a little fuzzy. The angle trajectory. Yeah. They don't quite align correctly together sometimes. Dude, we're too dumb to talk about this. I know. I feel way too dumb. Well, hey, this is one of those things yeah. we'll look up. Yeah. And we'll be like, by the way, we figured out that whole stigmatism mess. Look, I was just yeah, happy that they knew right it was now. up because I could tell. So cool. That's good. But so, that so sounds good. They, uh, they took care of me. Yeah. The lady was pretty nice. She got me in and out. And, uh, you know, my wife got new contacts. She, She's happy. She has a hard time seeing at night. So the word is oh. astigmatism. 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 I think I had it right the first time. Yeah. Yes. And, and then when you asked me, I just said stigmatism. Right. So, <laughs> so that wasn't right. So it's a defect in the eye or in a lens caused by a deviation from sphere from spherical curvature, which results in distorted images as light rays are prevented from meeting at common focus. Oh, so one of your eyes is curved a little different it's not the same spherical shape as the other one so light enters it and refracts differently in one eye than the other gotcha that's fucking nuts that's awesome yep refraction right no these glasses work awesome and when i put them on they fit perfect but now that i've worn them for like eight hours straight like i tighten the back of my head i don't know do you flex your head? I guess I flex my head, man. I'm just walking around with a flexed head all the time, guys. That's so fucking awesome. You're going to have such a good head. I'm like, Ugh, check my head. I hope you guys think my head is hot. <laughs> hot tamale head. Woo, ah, hot head tonight. Woo, ah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Hey, you know what, man? 
What up? Since that was pretty close to <laughs> over the line. That was probably over the line a little. But uh, you want to know something. Oh, shit. I want to hear about something. This is what's over the line, my friend. True story. And none say it better themselves than these motherfuckers right here. That's the bad one. <coughs> okay. Well, <coughs> we're going to fix this in just one hurry. Jason, tell him about something. <coughs> well, <coughs> what you just heard was eh, maybe a half <laughs> of one took over the line <laughs> by uh, Brewer and Shipley. If you haven't heard that song, you've been living under a rock for quite some time because that came out in 1970. Um, <laughs> this song has a pretty rad story. Um, Tarkio Road is the name of the album that we're going to be featuring and listening to tonight. Um, it, well, the song One Took Over the Line was written because one time Tom Shipley was One Took Over the Line <laughs> and he said to Mike Brewer, Hey, Mike. Hey, man. Dude. One Took Over the Line, bro. And Mike thought that was so cool. And he's just like, fuck, we got to we gotta capture this. So And so they did, and this was the second half of the song they wrote. And it sounds like this. I get my big L's and I've been through. They opened up my eyes. God 
Damn this motherfucker. All right, that's a lesson learned. Charge the batteries on the record player. So that was the song. We were just going to leave it at that. That's what you get for that song. <laughs> They're charging right now. And so when you, <laughs> our second song comes in, you're going to hear that song, which will be the next song we play. It's true. So there you go. We fucked up and you caught us. <laughs> Guilty. There's like no they going back. the best song. No, just kidding. You heard it. You got it. You figured out what they were going to say. Right. You got all the gists of all that. They were one toke over the line. And it seemed like sweet <laughs> Jesus. we probably were too. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't plug we it in. <laughs> we didn't go. Ev- everything else is laid out with the lava lamps on, the beer is on <laughs> the table. That's the most important thing. The record was picked, the beer was on the table, the right. lava lamp was on. The monkey shoulder was in our glasses. Yeah. Um, we were here. We showed, We both showed up. It's true. We came prepared. We both have pants on this episode. <laughs> For real. <laughs> pants fitting around our very tight well, legs because we did some squats. No, deadlifts earlier today. Leg day. Yeah, today was leg day and core day. <laughs> yeah, and shit. <sighs> it, it was a rough one. It was. Picking up heavy shit. Breaking our muscles down, making them bigger. Yeah, and then all the dead bugs. Oh, the dead bugs. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with this workout routine. It's called the dead bug. It's mm-hmm. an ab core exercise. <sighs> That's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. It's tough after a couple times. Yep, it's for sure tough. Um, and then we we uh we. Today we noticed that we're we were hearing a good song. We were, so we were planking. We we're finishing our yeah. core exercises and yeah. doing planks. We always um, pay attention to the music when we're planking because yeah, there's nothing to do. You're just right. stuck there, planking. Plank, yeah. And so it sucks. And we've heard <laughs> some we heard some good songs when we're planking. Mm-hmm. And then we've heard some bad songs, terrible planking songs that just make it last the plank forever. And you really hate your life. Other good, other ones are okay. Right. We call it plank time, mm-hmm. which is a pun on the physics term. Well, it's not a term; it's more of a a constant. So, plank time in physics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the speed or the the time it would take for a photon traveling at the speed of light in a vacuum to cover one plank time in distance so it a photon traveling at the speed of light through a vacuum basically space Mm -hmm. um not in a gravitational field of anything um the distance that it takes or the let's see (laughs) it's so confusing um it's the yeah it's the time required for a photon to travel the distance of a a plank length but they measure it in seconds like light years. Yeah. So th- the number is 5.39 times 10 to the negative 44th seconds. So that's the distance. So it's 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 it's, yeah. it's point it's it's a the decimal place 43 zeros and then 539. Small. 
seconds. Mm-hmm. So that's a super, 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 oh, super, yeah. super small de- like division of a, a second. Mm-hmm. And so that's how far it travels in the time that it takes to cover that distance. It's just a, a term for photon speed. But basically, yeah. basically, it was theorized by Max Planck. And he thought of this as when the Big Bang happened, as far as I understand it, I'm not a fucking physicist, but as far as I understand it, when the Big Bang happened, mm-hmm, light mm-hmm. would have been given off by the Big Bang in the explosion. There would have been just luminescence in general, and they said it would have had to travel a distance first. Like, what's the smallest distance from no light being there from nothing? As right. soon as the Big Bang happens and photons are released, what is the smallest shortest distance that it would travel because it would already be at the speed of light Mm -hmm. and that's the Planck time the Planck distance holy shit and so that's like the smallest measurable amount of time like theoretically according to physics that we we don't even have the physics to do it yet as far as i know but but like everybody einstein max Planck, um all of the big physicists of the time and even now say that that's the farthest back we can even get to measure. No one can get back to Planck time. But Planck time would be like 5.39 times 10 to the negative 44th seconds after the Big Bang. <laughs> so, I mean, not even a, a quadrillionth trillionth of a second after the Big Bang is how... just laying there forever. But we can... Uh, yeah. Yeah, right there. <laughs> and that's right. But so when I was thinking about oh. plank time, when I was thinking that we were today and we said that word and we're sitting there planking. Wouldn't that be nice? And we were listening to that song and I was like, oh, this is plank time. Oh, man, we're having a lot. Like how met for, for the minute for the minute plank we did. How met how much was that in plank time? I don't know. That's a big number or it's a ve- well, it's a very. It would have to be a see because <laughs> it's such a small number to begin with. Yeah. But when you add a lot of those small ones up, a lot it would be a lot of planks, plank time planks, mm-hmm. plank seconds, plank units. It would be a lot of plank units to equivalent to one minute of us planking. <sighs> that was my brain fart for the day, and I wanted to share it with you. That's all right. We plank time a long time. Yeah. So but if any of you math junkies and physics guys out there, if if anybody smart like that listens to this podcast and you won, and you won want a knowledge <laughs> no, slap me. Like, be- oh, shit. <laughs> and they probably the Yeah, they probably want to slap me because of one, I butchered something about plank time. I know that. Um, but two, they're like, It's easy, it's this math. Blah 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 many planks for your one minute plank. That's it. What else? No, that's awesome. That's really cool. But yeah, today was a good song. I don't even know what song it was. It was me- it was it was like old metal. Yeah, it was older. Yeah, an oldie but a gay. Good enough beat that it wasn't yeah. like ah oh, man. I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I don't either. But it, it was, was like Phil Collins. It was like it was <laughs> no. no. It was some. It was kind of <laughs> depressing. That wouldn't have been that bad, but. Phil, yeah, it wouldn't have been that bad. But in that moment, right, of like laying there for a plank. That's funny. You, know? you said Phil Collins. <laughs> Mark, Mark was talking about Phil Collins. Oh yeah, we met a guy at the gym, and we couldn't quite put our finger on him at first. 
I that, still can't. Yeah, yeah. But and he actually, he asked us a bunch of questions about ourselves because he couldn't figure us out either. Yeah, I think so. It was kind of funny. So, like, he wanted he's to cool know. Guy. Yeah, he's he's cool. He's 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 a very extravagant guy. Yeah, I I, I get I get like a, I, I've never I can honestly say I've never met anybody like him before. He he went out of his way to introduce himself a couple yep. times yep. and like, I don't know. I don't know. He he. he I feel That's cool. like he I has f- confidence. I, yeah, and I feel but. like I feel like he latched on to us. Yeah. I feel like he like. I don't know. He, he he would like come up, ask us like three questions, like "What's your guy's name? Where are you from? Oh, oh, okay." And then he'd like leave and come back, and then he would ask us about like where we live and who we know, and then he'd leave and we'd like not in a creepy way, no. But he was trying to figure us out, right? For sure. Well, I don't know. For people that I don't know, they can imagine. Two guys going into the gym together, just, you know, yeah, he, he, encouraging each other. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, we're bros. Not a lot of we're butt bros. touching, no, but, but no, we're, we're definitely like, but we're definitely like, yeah, man, good job. Oh, you're looking right. good. Oh, right. yeah, you're looking good. Get, like, yeah, we get talk, some. We critique each other. In, High fives in and fucking elbow bumps all day. Right. Fucking pound, you know, fist bumps. Right. We're encouraging. But camaraderie, man. Part of that's fucking so, and, that's and good he's shit. in. Every time I've seen him in there, he's in there by himself, right? And I think there's a lot of people work out by themselves. Yeah, yeah. And like, most that's of, cool. It is cool because they can like they have that drive that they do it no matter what. If someone's there, if they're not there, but then again, I also kind of feel bad for them because I know how like beneficial it is for us. I think it's we way might, more. Be- yeah. I don't know. I I think I get more out of it having us push push each other. Yeah, then just fun, like being man. there inside my own head the whole time, and like mm. we're having a shitty day, and then just like going to the gym and like feeling shitty, and just like dude, you want to top me off on some more monkey shoulder? Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, we got monkey shoulder back in the house. It's it's a uh, it's it's what sits here, right? Maybe if we get enough people listening to this podcast, Monkey Shoulder will sponsor our podcast with just whiskey. Well, it's awesome. Scotch. Anybody that you talk to about Monkey Shoulder. Well, one, either they don't know about it, so they're, like, intrigued by the name. Or or they're like, man, that's really good. Or they agree yeah. entirely. Yeah. And they're just like, damn, man, you're buying monkey shoulder? You fucker. <laughs> yeah. It's no, good. It's so good. We get that from our uh, nice little St. John's liquor store. Yeah, dude. Those guys are rad. The long-bearded dude in there, me and him went to Rush together. And yeah. Dream Theater, yeah, dude. He was at Rush, yeah. At, but we didn't sit, we didn't see each other when we were at Rush. But he was there. Um, and then he fucking when I was at Dream Theater during the intermission for the show, walk out there and <laughs> there's my liquor store guy. And we're like, hey, buddy, oh, right, another, isn't this another, sick? <laughs> another prog show, get your mind blown. He's like, oh man, I, I, <laughs> fuck, dude, it's just so rad. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Too bad we can't go outside. And I was like, I know. Right. If you walked out the doors, you couldn't get back in. That's lame. For a reason, they wanted they were cracking down on it. Yeah, the the nicer older guy with glasses helped me. Oh, sweet, he's cool. He's yeah. way nice. Right. He's like, "What'll it be this time, young man?" <laughs> yeah. Was he the guy who uh, told it to us the first time and like looked for the story, tried to find the original story on the bottle and show it to us? Was it the same guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah he's good. Yeah. They're good to talk to. Met a, uh, yeah, I don't know. Met another girl 
in there that I never met before. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. But I don't know. They weren't that busy, but they got plenty of help in there today. Awesome. Yeah. That's good, man. <sighs> but yeah, Mark was weird. <laughs> After all this time, we were like trying to talk about him and not say it. You just like, bam. It's Mark was in, weird in a good way. No, in a good way. <laughs> I mean, he in a good way. It's just like, dude, he, he was gave like, me a hand hug. He, yeah, he's like, hey, <laughs> can I show you something? And he held up his hand, just like, like in the stop position. Like you're gonna high five, like, but you just stopped. and he just stopped it. And so, like, you like, held up your hand, and then he pushed it up, like right hand on hand, and then just wrapped his thumb around the back of your hand. <laughs> and he goes hand hug. Right, it was funny. It was it was strange. Yeah, he was a little touchy. Right. So if you want to like have a really w- kind of awesome, weird, creepy handshake, just like s- stand right in it next to somebody. Oh man, we're doing the echo thing. <laughs> Only in our ears. Right. Yeah. Oh, so there it goes. We're right. good. Oh man, it's there. <laughs> Working out little bugs. It's so funny when that happens. So, because I like naturally in my, I don't know why I slow down my speech. <laughs> People <laughs> are gonna listen to this. People good. are gonna listen to that and be like, "What just happened to Jason, dude?" <laughs> I'm like, "What <laughs> the fuck?" <laughs> that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's uh, the sweetest. Um, but yeah, he hand hugged, and that was that was weird. He he like touched both of our shoulders a few times, and he was like. Like, he was probably a little bit taller than you, but he was up yeah. to me, and he's, like, just, like, getting up on his tippy toes and trying to get up to my eye level all the time. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Aaron is a good, tall, good-sized man. <laughs> getting so, there. Getting there. Yeah. I'm just tall and lanky as fuck right now. <laughs> I'll be good-sized and give me six more months. Uh. Um, but, no, it was weird, <laughs> man. And then, like... He 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 made sure to tell us that he. Uh, we found out the first time we met him that he doesn't drink. Yeah. He acts like he's just your hippie, like quintessential hippie. Like yeah, man, just like he's just kind of talking like this, man, and he's just you know he has long hair and a goatee. He loves. And he's a he, yeah. He, he loves. Yeah. He just goes and is happy and positive. He's, he's super happy and yeah. positive. Um. <laughs> so we we found out first time right away he doesn't drink. Um. And then we found out this time he plays piano. He's played piano since he was six. And he's played piano for a church, which is really cool. Mm. That's fine. But And then he started talking to us about biology class that he goes to. Mm. He's a physical therapist. Yeah, he's a physical therapist. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's talking about biology class. And then he was talking that he wants to live forever. He, he wants is, to live yeah. forever and he wants to kill aging. And then we started talking about uh, stem cells and stuff like that. And he was saying, well... Like we had imagine? a really good, we had a really cool conversation, it was wide, man. It was fast. Yeah. And then we, it, he was like, everywhere. he was telling us like, like I was sitting there thinking about how much bone marrow you would have to pull out of uh, someone's body <laughs> to get enough stem cells to cover your whole body with stem cells because you couldn't just cover like half your body with stem right. cells to make you live longer. Cause the other half would be, what was the expression? They'd be goes, jealous. <laughs> well, I said he'd the be jealous and he goes, he goes, yeah, it's kind of like using deodorant. And only using it on one side. You, you still stink. <laughs> you still, no, he said it like, you still stink? Yeah. Like it was a question. Like, you, you still, still stink? stink? <laughs> Dude, I fucking died. <laughs> I like, was, after a hard really workout, good. I like couldn't contain myself. 
Yeah, and so and so oh, and then I man. informed him that placentas were another place that it's they the get best place that to get stem cells from. Actually, is they do a lot of st- uh, stem cell therapy on like uh, athletes and stuff from placentas, and and he goes. <gasps> Placentas, and he just like it, <laughs> it, like kind of I don't know he got it, and right? then like he just I don't know it he went was, to a place yeah. where we were talking about that, and then like putting it on like then he was talking about a woman who would probably oh need God. he said th- he said well th- did you hear about the woman who got her face bitten off by something she would probably a need monkey by a monkey yeah she said he said wasn't that shit terrible <laughs> he's like that bitch needs it yeah like, she goes she needs it it's a whole placenta all over her face like and, yeah. he, and i was like <laughs> oh god go for it <laughs> i will drop the bomb <laughs> and then it we were just kind of like oh, this like i made a joke about like it's funny how we're sitting here having a conversation <laughs> about placentas in the gym and it turned into him saying like from it going like getting a placenta <laughs> in the face to could you imagine if you just had like a pie with a bunch of whipped cream and a, a placenta cream pie a, pl- a placenta cream pie <laughs> and you would just throw them at people's faces oh and my that, god and th- that was this guy saying this it was and amazing it was amazing but we we walked out of there out because that was like at the end of our workout we had finished all the workout <laughs> everything was done and <laughs> we just we walked out of the gym right after this conversation we're like okay so we still don't know this we still guy. don't know that guy because like <laughs> does he like does he go to church is he like a music leader D- i mean is i i don't i don't know man he was giving off mixed signals <laughs> we couldn't tell quite his uh like at first we didn't know if he thought we were like gay gay, yeah because yeah. we felt like he was almost like vetting us a little bit to see like oh so because we because like we told him that we moved here from alaska and that we live here and like before we could even get out that like like we have girlfriends here he's like so it's just like you, you two guys, guys by <laughs> yourselves down here and then we're like no i mean you know we should have fucked with him dude oh man we could, if we, we would have thought about it we should well, fuck yeah, yeah I love this bitch. He's the <laughs> fucking best. No, if I don't know. I'd like to think if I was gay, that I'd be like be the so broliest gay guy ever. Because oh, I met me, that would make me the bitch, man. <laughs> was, is there always a bitch? There, I, I think there is. <laughs> I don't. Know. I've never seen a gay couple that has like just two masculine. Uh, right. I both are both there. are. I know they are. I'm. They're I'm just there. saying. I've never seen one. Uh huh. Seeing That's is funny. believing. Right, <laughs> right now I don't know. If by they the exist. way, we, by the way, we love gay people. Absolutely. Whatever you choose to be and whoever you love, like hundred percent, like, dude. Please don't are, make this. I I hope no, you know that wasn't coming off no. as derogatory towards you no, know. Whatever. Not at all. <laughs> we not love, at all. We're lovers of all people. We're just straight, right? Yeah, that's just the way we roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. But, but yeah, and we didn't take offense to it. If no, would have thought. We no, were if gay, he would have thought, we would have fucking joked about it and laughed, and it would have been like you know fine mm. if and i see part of me was like man is he but then at the same time he was acting broy like mm. i don't know i i couldn't get the read <laughs> yeah the 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 sonar was down he was interesting he though. was very interesting he he always is mixed yeah. vibes he, he he said it was his birthday <laughs> he he told us that it was his birthday at the end we've been talking the whole time and he's like yeah so oh he came up to me and he was like so do i look 30 do you think i look 30 and I said, and he, he, he looks like 35, maybe yeah, yeah. he looks like he's in shape, you know, mm-hmm. he's really good shape. Um, pretty lean yeah. dude, you know, and, uh, but he looks like 35, 
maybe 40, maybe 40, but you know, somewhere in his late 30s. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's a runner, man. Yeah, he's a runner. Like he said he, that he's he, ran some miles in his life. He man. said, yeah. Everyone he, knows all about this guy. Now. He told us he ran like 10, he's probably ran 10,000 miles. Yeah, he told us a bit. See, we were worried about like not learning stuff about right. him because he was asking us all the questions, but look how mm. much we know. Well, when you we're speculating, when you start doing like a podcast or something like this, you start like really thinking about like how you conversate and questions yeah. and, and little things like that. And I'm just like, how can, you know, I don't know, like thinking about interviewing other people, which is going to be really great. Well, know? we're going to have a Quest- interview tonight. Yeah, we're going to have the C- first guest, our first actual real guest. Yeah. Um, and then we're actually trying to line up a couple other ones, maybe in the next couple weeks or so. Yeah. We got some things brewing for you guys. We're, we're trying to be expansive little motherfuckers. But what were you saying about conversating? Sorry, I cut you off completely. Oh, no, no, no. It's fine. Think you said you were thinking about guests and just yeah. thinking about how. No. I, oh, I killed it. You're on, you're, <laughs> no, you're okay. on a roll and I. No, you're right. I bugged oh, it. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, questions, man. Asking yeah. questions, getting, you know, that's really important. It and, is. You know, asking yeah. asking the same question to get the other side of, you know, the coin. Gotcha. Being able to look at it, you know, both ways. I'd like to think we do a fairly good job at trying to look at both sides of the Expound. same situation. Absolutely. I, I like being, I hate biases. I really do. They they annoy me. I I catch I, I like to think that I don't have any, like, I, I like to think I don't have any big biases that I really hold. Like, it. I like to think that I have the ability to have my mind changed at any time. If right. the right amount of evidence or support is there for a reason for me to change my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing that I believe right now. Well, no, there's a few things I believe. But those things are about like killing right. and, you know, rape and just horrible things. Morals. Like <laughs> morals. Real things. There's that are some, really, there's really some wrong. things based in morals that I don't know if I could ever be convinced that it was the opposite of the way I think. True. But for a vast amount of the beliefs I hold that I think are true. Because I, I hold some beliefs I think are false. I entertain that. I don't actually believe them. Mm. But I entertain beliefs that I think are false just to kind of judge my beliefs against them in, in things. Right. Um, oh, dude. I think everyone does that. Some people have extremes of that. Yeah. I, some people have extremes of not being able to come to reality, and some people don't. That's just, you know, I don't know. And like you said, other people entertain the idea of things like... Man, do I believe that there's a lot of UFOs and UFO activity all the time? Like, man, I would like no, to. I but would I'd want to. So you like, know what's funny? Shit. We're gonna go into this because you know, you know what's that'd funny? Be fucking sweet. Look what I wrote down before the podcast. The second one, Just fucking aliens, a- aliens. Dude. So I was actually wanting to talk with you about that whole subject See, tonight. I want to. So, but, but no. no, we're we're gonna dive into it and we're gonna put on some caps like. Some believer caps and some conspiracy okay. caps. This could we're be gonna freaking fun as hell. We're gonna just we're we gonna do some of this with Rusty too. Uh, maybe no. We'll see where that goes. We'll see. Too intense. Let's see where the conversation goes. If we with him have at first. If we have any good topics, we're like we just gotta ask Rusty, Rusty this thing. 
Yeah, Rusty's a pretty knowledgeable dude. Oh, it's gonna be all, it's gonna be fun. He's gonna come on, and he's gonna. So we're gonna talk Eddie. about some football, you guys listening right now. Yeah, we're here. Let's see how long we've been going already. Oh man, we're fine. We got a little bit longer left. Shit. Okay. Um. Yeah. So in, here in a little bit more, we'll play the second song, and I promise that fucking record player will not die. Sorry. <laughs> we're gonna play Tarkio Road. Yeah. The the title track from the album, but not the first single. One Toke Over the Line was the first single off the album. Um, Brewer and Shipley. Yep, this is just about their travels back and forth between two cities. And freaking Tarkio Road was in the middle of those cities, and they were freaking... Well, Tarkio is a city. Yeah. Tarkio is in the middle of the places they were gigging. Yep. So, yeah, man, this is story of the freaking road man it is could it's you imagine good. being doing that back in their day i mean uh, i love trucking trucking i love the cover of this one the, i mean those guys those guys are like your quintessential rocking country d- boys man like, <laughs> right i don't know something about this vinyl in particular and hearing this music on it just like I don't know, man. It's just the epitome of vinyl. Like, yeah, it's 1970. I don't know. So I don't know. that's it this just album. Seems like this, this is, I don't know. It's good. 1970. I'm happy. I yeah. I looked for this one for freaking probably eight months or so. It's not a, really all the time. Not like I have been for the last couple months. And then I found it. You, my friend, made some. St- Oh, incredible finds today. Yeah, dude, I got two new freaking vinyls that I'm excited to share. One might get shared next week. We'll see. Yeah, it might actually. Once I saw it, it actually might be my pick for next week. because It'd it be just, a good mix. Of, it would you be, know? and it has so many good songs on it. it. It reminds me of so much of high school. Yeah, it does, dude. Man. So we didn't say anything about it, but I don't know. It's still a potential maybe. Yeah, it is. Well, you'd have to listen to this episode to uh, know what it was. So maybe that's a incentive for you guys to start listening. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe. No, I know you're out there. We have over 100 listens now, guys. That's you, beautiful. You, you bitching motherfuckers. I haven't checked it today. I haven't checked it as of today. I'll right. look at that thing right now. Why um, not? And see if we can... Uh, see if we've been influencing lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I I would hope mm. so. Cheers. I hope... Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really hope that some of our buddies that we love, that we wish we could be kicking it with... Just listen and drink with us. And just have a freaking beer. Even if you just listen for 10 minutes, you're like, wow, that was fucking dumb. Yeah. We do, people Just might think we dumb. <laughs> we dumb, dog. <laughs> <laughs> people might think we dumb. People might be like, "Damn, these little Alaskan boys, they don't go no shit about no shit." And hey, you know. Now I know, I know exactly thing. what you're saying right there. They just drink a lot of scouts and they just freaking don't talk about no ding dang and thing 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 thing. Okay. <laughs> talk to your road and okay, cheers. Yep. I <laughs> know. <laughs> okay. Woo! Oh, I gotta flip it. Oh yeah, we charged her up. That's so funny. So, you know, we've had our little technical difficulties on the show. We might have had a little minor buzz earlier. 
that vacated. We'll figure out what that little guy is someday. <laughs> it's it's weird because it really like comes for a couple minutes and then is done. <laughs> it's intermittent. Like it just I don't know. It's the fucking ghost of the podcast. Aaron sliding the needle over where the space is in between the songs and he's trying to get it in the right place and it might happen. Alright. Mmm. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds really good. This is a great record, and it's a it's an old one. I know, man.
I love that ending. Just your stereotypical. I know that's great, huh? That is great. Oh man. So yeah, that's that was the uh title track, Tarkio Road. It was man, that's just such a good just like you said, just your atypical jamming, just jamming. Reminds me of driving in a truck. My driving driving back in the day in my buddy Cole's truck, man. Just his, <laughs> he, had a, he had a seventy two Chevy. Right. No, he had a seventy one seventy one C ten. C twenty Chevy truck. Old old set brown fucking truck. We just ride and jam. Heck yeah. Talking man. about jamming Aerosmith and all this other stuff. Well <gasps> guess what, everybody? Oh snap. We have our first guest on the podcast that we've had yet. Um he's calling us all the way from Alaska. Uh my brother, Jason's brother from another mother, Truth. Rusty. Rusty, you there. I'm here, guys. What's going on, dude? This is this is awesome, man. We just no, we're just you know we're having podcasts, listening to some records, and uh, love that we can actually make this phone call, this type of thing happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I've, you know I've been I've listened to every single one of your guys' podcasts, and you know I'm loving it. Love uh, how you guys you know have a variety of topics you guys talk about. Sometimes it's real entertaining and funny. Sometimes you get down into some heavy shit, and that's cool too, you know. Heck yeah, man! Thank you so much for your support, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you sound nice and clear in here. Yeah, can you hear everything? Perfect. Can you hear us? Can you hear both of us pretty well? Oh, oh, oh yeah. It sounded like you guys might have cut out, started cutting out just real there after the song ended, but we're good. We're golden. All right, awesome. very cool. Awesome. So, so me and Rusty are brothers, uh, man, and you, he, you're twenty eight. Almost twenty nine, yeah. which is yeah, in about six months. So how's it? So I have a question for you. How's it feel? Yep. Approach because I have no fucking idea how this would feel. How's it feel approaching your thirties and having a fucking kid on the way? Man, you know, <laughs> it's a trip. Um, yeah. Sam and I were just talking about this last night, the other day. It's like I still remember the day we found out, and it was, it was the Fourth of July of last year. Wow! Came home, came uh, home from work on the Fourth of July, and yeah, I actually had to work. It was my summer job, uh, and uh, came home from work, and she laid the news down, and it, you know, it was mind blowing then. It's mind blowing now, and it seemed like it was just like two months ago, and then was, oh shit, the baby coming in like a month. Wow! Yeah, dude, wow. a month away. That's so so exciting. <laughs> you, have, you have such an excited bro. So for the first time ever in my life, Rusty, um, today me and Beth went to the Oregon Museum. Uh, OMSI went to the Science Museum and Institute. Yeah, uh-huh. in in down in Portland. And anyway, and we were in the gift shop, just walking around, looking at all the stuff, and all of a sudden, I was like. Oh my God, look at that little tiny like onesie baby clothes. I don't know what it was called or the technical term, but it had, Mm -hmm. it said, I'm cute as pie, but of course it was pie, (laughs) 3.14159265. It was, I'm cute as pie. And it was this little, this fucking onesie (laughs) thing. And I was like, I now have a purpose to buy these things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you have no idea. It made me happy. like... 
you know, it's, it's all of a sudden, so cool. it's like I see baby clothes, and like I'm picturing a little baby in heaven, and the little baby's going to be mine, and it's just like, you know, a year ago, yeah, I couldn't care less about baby clothes or, baby <laughs> shoes or, or anything. Couldn't, you know, it's furthest thing on my radar. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always he's right past the baby section when I go into a store or whatever, you know. But now it's like, okay, I'm gonna have to stop and look at this stuff. And oh yeah, you know, going shopping with the lady and like she, you know, picks out ones. Hey, which ones do you think are cuter? And I actually have to make a choice. <laughs> You know? <laughs> Not only do you have to make a choice, you actually have to kind of care, right? You got to know yeah, how far exactly. that. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. All those little choices, man. That's really exciting, man. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. You too. know, like <laughs> we now we're like looking at car seats, and Oof. we picked one out, and we, you know, because the closest car seat up here in Alaska, or the closest place to sell the ones that we want is over 100 miles from Anchorage. So. Gotcha. When we're when we're browsing car seats, you know we have to do it online, right? So we found one. They're like, oh, we like these specs. We like how this one constructed. We like the base of it. Blah 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 blah. Let's get that one. And then we got it here. And uh. then it was like, oh wait, this this one's not going to work for us. You know, Ooh. we couldn't didn't find out until after we got here. Right. Got it here. So so you're trying to get one of those one of the the new fancy fancy ones that are like the one car seat for their whole like childhood kind of car seats oh oh yeah they're like once, you know once they get to a certain weight limit then you you you, t- you you take it out and then they can use like the base of it as like a booster oh yeah right. cool mm-hmm. man awesome. yeah, got, that's what uh, they've got innovative that's what's going on cool awesome dude I'm glad mm-hmm. they came up with that stuff for all of us guys. Yeah, because <laughs> like, where the fuck were those when we were babies? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, right? dude! You know, and it's funny. Like, I, I'm I'm sure that I did. I'm sure that our mom wouldn't let us go without it. But like, I go back to thinking, like when I was like kindergarten and stuff, like five years old, and I don't remember sitting in car seats. <laughs> I, I, mean, I just I don't, don't. I don't remember doing it. No, Rusty. You know? Rusty. At at three, me and you were on our parents' lap, helping steer the trucks down the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like we weren't in car seats. We were sitting on our parents' laps. It was the, mm-hmm. you know, it was the late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> we're sitting on milk crates in the in, back in Alaska. All the music equipment's up for us. Yeah, <laughs> dude. How many times? How many times did you ride as a as a young, young, young? Like, like we're finding out now. Yeah, kids who are like six and seven should probably still sit at least in a booster seat to get them up to the seat belts in the right position. You were mm-hmm. like riding in the back of a Volkswagen Bug in the little tiny storage space because you folded up oh, and you felt you, you you fit back there. I could fit back there, like yeah, like seven seven years old. You guys, yeah, grew, you I guys grew up quick. There. You know, I mean, you guys grew up yeah, quick. You, you know, are... and it's and it's so funny. <laughs> I actually saw an old, I actually saw an old Bug the other day, and I walked by it. It was, it was in a parking lot, and I walked by it, and I looked, and I saw that little storage thing, and it was just like. How the hell did I fit in that comfortably? Yep, and we just go to town, <laughs> and, and it was nothing to pull into Safeway or pull into you know some store and just open up the back hatch and Rusty pops out of the car. Oh wow! We wave at our you know friends. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh yeah, it was no thing. I liked it, man. I liked it. It was just my own. It was my own little space. You know, I didn't have to share share the seat with anybody. Hell yeah! I, it was just my own my own little space, and I, I loved it. So now, now you think and about you think about all the stuff that like 
we happened when we were kids and we mm-hmm. and we were you know rambunctious and growing up and probably not under like you know the strict the strictest of parental supervision um Oh yeah. Um, d- how do you think about that stuff? And now go, holy shit! Now I'm gonna have to create a human myself, and like sculpt it into something that can at least function in society. D- I mean, do you like, like, really? Do you hold? Do you think about like the stuff that we were taught, or do you just like go, man? I gotta, I gotta start all over. You know, I mean, obviously you're gonna, you know, like you've touched touched on before. There's, you know, you're obviously going to be carrying things that your parents taught you and that other people taught you when you were kids. You know, I mean, that helps. A lot of that stuff, you know, helps shape your worldview and it helps, you know, um, make you who you are. And so, I mean, through whether it's subconsciously or not, you know, you're gonna you're gonna carry that stuff with you to when you're raising kids. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, Sam has. Yeah, that's you brilliant. know Sam has Alyssa. She just turned five yesterday. I've seen pictures, and, uh, man. You you look great with her. You look like a dad. You know, and I'm I'm, I'm like starting to feel like one. You know, and it's that's it's awesome. a trip. You know, but I'm I, it's 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 more fun than I could ever imagine. It could be, you know, and it's but it's it's funny because I really like. I mean, Alyssa, she's by far the smartest five-year-old I've ever met. I mean, there's, I mean, there's moments obviously where she's a five-year-old, you know, she's going to throw some tantrums or kind of have an attitude now and then, but more often than not, man, she's on the straight and arrow. She can communicate with complete sentences and form thoughts and articulate things and communicate how she's feeling and what she wants to do. So not our president. not our president. No, not at all. You know, oh. he, he, she has the best words, the best words, the biggest words. She speaks bigly. <laughs> they have the same size hands. You couldn't even, you couldn't <laughs> even understand how big they are. <laughs> China doesn't you know, make words that big. China, China this. But, you know, and that is a huge thing for oh. me because, like, you know, I... You know, have some other friends who have kids that are about the same age. I'm not going to name any names, but and I, you know, I, I don't see them that much. But every time I do, and I see them, and I'm just like, just annoyed by them. You know, I I, I have never liked kids. I mean, I'm, I've been told that I'm really good with kids, <laughs> but I don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, and that's why when <laughs> that's why when you say have like doing this is more fun than you ever thought it could be. That sentence just like enters my brain and goes, does not register. Like does not, uh, does not make sense. No, it, it makes no, sense to me actually, because you know, like, I know like, you guys, <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> you know, like the other weekend we went, we went to the Nikiski pool, which for all you people are listening to out there from Alaska or that aren't from Alaska, you know, it's, it's, it's a public swimming pool. It's not very big in comparison to a lot of the ones around the States, but it's like, it's the biggest one within a hundred miles of here, basically. Yeah, for real, it has one water slide. It has a Woo! hot tub. It has a, it has a deep end with one diving board. And, you know, oh, and it and it has a three meter dive platform which you can't use. True story. It, it has two swimming lanes, and then it has like a little mushroom thing in the kiddie pool that sprays water once every three hours or whatever. Yeah, what the fuck that, is that, that all about? <laughs> the mushroom was the the mushroom was really fun. At a time when I like didn't care to comprehend like why what's the purpose of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like whoa, dude. 
did it. This is the coolest thing. Yeah, right. But like, you know, like last weekend we went and we had uh, Alyssa's birthday party early just Mm. because of scheduling stuff. Gotcha. We had it early so like so different friends could come and we had it there. And I was in the pool and with Alyssa and we're having a blast, you know, and I was like carrying her on my back and she was dog paddling and stuff. But then like she would go off and there were were a couple other adult friends that were in the pool with us. You know, they had their kids and whatever. And Alyssa like, went off to the to do the, the water slide with one of our other adult friends. And so I was just chilling there in the pool, and, like, some other little kid that I didn't know kind of started getting close to me. And I was just, like, push it away on the floaty. You know, just <laughs> push be, him go, away. be gone. <laughs> yeah. Be gone so, with you. <laughs> you know, I, I'm getting, that's, that's awesome. another thing getting used to is being around other kids. Yeah. You know, don't really don't really like other kids, but the one that I'm dealing with now. <laughs> the, I love how you say that. The one that I'm dealing with. <laughs> uh, you're so honest. I love you for that. Me too, man. Well, I really got to commend you. It's not even that, you. though. You know, it's, <laughs> That's great. It's, it's, you know, the one that I'm raising. Yeah. No, you're, no, you're right. Incredible. So does, so does she... I mean, so she doesn't have... She, she, like, she really took to you too, huh? Oh, immediately. That's awesome, awesome man. I remember... Now, now she's a total social butterfly. Right. Mm-hmm. She's one of the kids that when we go into Walmart, if she's not riding in the, in the you know in the seat, she like goes and tries to hug every stranger that she can. <laughs> she's she's that kid. She just she just loves everybody. Gotcha. And uh, so, but yeah, she took to me immediately. You know, um, although <laughs> she liked me, but she didn't know my name for a little while because I mean, she was three when I met her. She had just turned three. Right, right. And, so uh, you've you've known her for two years. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost half her life. Right, basically. right, right. So does Which she? Is, does she? Again, crazy to think about. That is crazy <laughs> to think about. Does she look at you? I mean, do you think she looks at you as like dad? Oh yeah, oh yeah. She does she call you dad? Every once in a while, yeah. She uh, wow, that's really nice. You know, nice. that's awesome. That's to, really nice. I hope. Yeah, oh, she wanted great. to a while ago, but you know, I was, you know, it was still kind of like strange for me, you know, to have yeah. a little kid call me dad. So I wasn't quite there yet, but after a while, you know, after a while, I was like, you know what? Are you? Are especially you? Especially after I do you? Th- I was gonna say, especially after we got another one on the way, it's like, well. I'm going to be dad to this little girl. Do you feel of like course. you want to so be? I might as well be. Do you feel like what? sometimes you want to be called dad versus Rusty? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That that yeah. makes that you makes know? my heart feel very good, dude. That's cool, man. Yeah, you know, and like I was saying, you know, I'm going to be dad to this little girl, so I might as well be dad to this other little girl, too. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I commend you very highly for that, brother. For real. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, you know, it's. It's great, loving it. Good, cool, man. Mm-hmm. So, hey, what what uh what do you got planned for tomorrow? Yeah, what's going on? Well, <laughs> well, um, I actually I went and uh, I went and saw Dad real quick. Our dad and uh, he was just going on a bike ride, and I asked him what he was doing tomorrow, and he said he didn't have anything planned. So I think I'm just gonna go over there, and we're gonna eat some snacks and watch the watch the game. Uh, Sam's gonna go over to her parents' place because they're gonna have a big to do over there. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I'm just giving you a trip with that for the day. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Jason don't have uh, we Be- don't have much planned here. No, nothing really. 
I got a uh, band practice <laughs> with Naked Luck, I guess, tomorrow, which will be a good time. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we'll come back and... A couple snacks. Gonna be, yeah, we're doing yeah, some gonna food Yeah, going to be cooking stuff. up any snacks? Yeah, maybe some, maybe some, you know, chicken wings or... Oh, I don't know. We God. might make some, like, super nachos. Yeah, that's that the way something. to go. Something, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, got to watch the... Gotta watch the carbs. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys. I, I you know, I, I was listening to your last podcast when you were talking about that, and some of that stuff kind of rang true for me. It's like you know, I really should be you know watch more what I eat, but you know it's like you know as far especially like on the sugar intake. But uh, you know, one thing that you know that you said you know when you're talking the carbs and stuff and pasta. Yeah. Once you when you said pasta, it's like, oh, I can't do it. I can't give up pasta. It is tough. Actually, you know? it's really tough. I I'm on the other side of the spectrum than Aaron. Actually, yeah. I eat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I definitely wash the sugars and like, especially in the morning, I I make sure that like mm-hmm. I I eat within like a like a eleven hours like that window of a day, even though I'm up like you know maybe seventeen hours mm-hmm. a day. You know, roughly yeah. 17 hours a day. So mm-hmm. if, as long as I eat in a 12-hour window, I feel like I'm doing good. But I eat extra, all kinds of things that probably aren't good for me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I keep the yeah. sugar, no soda, things like that. But then, again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. You, you cut. You, <laughs> you, you still fucking pounding that soda hardcore, brother? No, I, I'm gonna, I might have one. You know, a every day? couple days or something. Oh, every if, if I'm, days. No, not not one a day, not one a day. Good, good. Um, because you know, I'm you know I'm at work and there's vending machines and stuff. You know, if I feel like, especially oh, if yeah. I'm like doing a show or something. Oh yeah. For my, for my work and I, uh, I need a little bit of caffeine. I'll go down to the vending machine and get a soda. You oh, know, definitely awesome. Um, but it's not you know it's not not every day. Maybe you know few, uh, I'll have a few a week, but it's not it's not a, a daily occurrence. That's good. That's good for you. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I now, don't know. Admittedly, though, my, uh, my sugar drink intake comes from coffee because I've turned into a big coffee drinker. I love drinking coffee, especially in the morning. So you know, just, it gets me. It, just just you know, co- it, coffee, it no sugar. Uh, just use say, coffee say with what? no I said just use coffee with no sugar, man. That's right. You know, like, <laughs> I got... I got the Italian cream creamer that I like I, that I put in my coffee, and it's uh-huh. just because we we got this brand new Ninja coffee machine. Oh yeah, we, we bought it. We bought it for ourselves for our new house. Very oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, oh, I love it, dude. And you know, I can <laughs> I can not only customize the amount that it's going to make, but also the the richness of the coffee. Right. You know, man, so, I might have got my so folks I, one of those. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, so you can make, like, a really rich brew and then just add sugary creamer to it till you can palate it? Oh, yeah. You probably got it. Pretty much. Nice. That's good stuff, Yeah, see, but now one thing that's been good about that, though, is that I've at least majorly cut back on going to, like, the coffee shacks. Oh, hey, that's that's a money saver. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Then you know big it's in it. Favorite. You know it's in it, too. That's like, you yep. know, for me, that's big. Is mm-hmm. I know exactly how you know, it's made. Yeah, I, I, I get this uh, Alaskan-made coffee. It's like this Arctic Wolf dark roast coffee that they sell at, like, Walmart and Safely and stuff. Very nice. An Alaskan company. And, uh, that sounds badass. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get that, and I just had, you know, I just had 
my creamer to it, and that's it. So, yeah, like I said, I, I know what's in it when I make it. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I was thinking, listening to you guys and thinking back, you know, back when I was in high school or just getting <laughs> out of high school and I was still, you know, really fit, you know, in, in my prime physical shape. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I've probably put on since high school, of course, high school, graduated high school, what, 10 years ago this year. <laughs> and uh, Right. You fucker. Yeah. <laughs> We're all getting old. And We're I, getting old. It's okay. Yep. No worries. Put on at least a good fifty pounds since high school. Yeah, man. But now part of that is just naturally filling out, though. You know, True. I mean, you and I yeah. were we're tall, lanky dudes, Aaron. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. a lot of that, I think. Yeah, but you got. You, yeah, but you're you're you have actually a wider shoulder, a broader shoulder shoulder build than I do. Yeah, Nat- naturally, you're you're just your your shoulders are a little wider. Um, but I'll still kick your ass. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the older brother, <laughs> you guys are funny, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rusty, so hey, what's Rusty? What? You're like okay, any any day of the week, whatever. <laughs> That's the thing, though, man. Is you you weigh you you outweigh me by probably forty pounds. Probably close to that. Yeah. Yep. And we so, weigh uh, I weighed myself today at the gym, and I was two o two. Yeah, I'm probably good 40, 50 pounds on you, Woo! for sure. Yeah. yeah, you're a big boy. I'm at 170. I'll tell you what about a big boy. Uh, I was at uh, I was doing a show the other night. I, I work at a, uh, again, for all you listeners out there, I work at my local school district, and I run auditorium tech. I run the lights and sounds for the auditoriums in the high schools. So whenever there's a high school event, like a choir concert or something, or if a community group comes in and does a concert there, that's what I do. I run the lights and I run the sound and the PA and everything for the auditoriums. And the uh, other uh-huh. night we had a middle school t- middle school talent show, and uh, uh, Rosemary Bird, she's the she's the choir teacher oh, at Kinder I, Middle School. I, and she's I, been I, there I used- for. Yeah, I used to work on uh, Rosemary's car, her red Subaru, I, when I was working at Dan's back That's then. That's it. I, 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 I worked on her car, man. I I, I uh, pulled the engine out of that thing and did head gaskets on her car. Yeah, she's still driving that thing around. Well, that means I did a good um, fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, she got a kid Magic. to help me uh, backstage because I was up in the control booth at the soundboard and the light board and everything. So she, she had a kid backstage to pull pull the curtain open and close and this kid was probably about six three you know probably at least a good 260 270 so i'm thinking Woo. maybe it's like a freshman in high school sophomore you know bigger kid sophomore in high school that she knows that she's just getting to help you know right right yeah. this kid was 12 years old whoa he was 12 you and know? like six three two sixty. 260 on a light day 260 what, what okay, but was it like fat in shape or was it like like actually in shape in shape? Yes, probably it'd be a mixture of both. Um, wow, you know, I, you know, he came up and he shook his hand and introduced himself to me, and I could tell in his handshake, this kid, this kid's strong, you know, this, and I asked him, you know, is he does he play football? And he's like, you know, yeah, Pop Warner, but he's also he's already doing like weight training with like the high school football team. Good, okay, Prepping so up for him. Okay, so so he's not like just naturally big, but doesn't do nothing. He actually like really works at it. 
Yeah, at least at least he's, he has been. Okay, you know, I, I didn't talk to him in depth about it, but I was like, man, that's that, that's a, that's a big boy right there. That's awesome. It's a, you know, yeah. So, but he but he was cool. You know, he was super super psyched to be backstage and like helping out, pulling curtains, and like we had the headsets so we could talk. You know, from the control room down to backstage and stuff. And he was just totally psyched. It was a lot of fun. That dude, that's really cool. That's great. You probably made mm-hmm. that kid's freaking day, man. He probably talked to everybody about that later, you know. And you're probably his hero. <laughs> really? That's cool, man. Giving someone that experience. You know, I try. You know, right? But no, I, I, I don't. You know, it's a. Uh, yeah, I, I always think about you know back when I was a kid. You know, if I had met an adult that was doing something that I thought was cool, and I got a chance to hang out with them, you know. I wouldn't, you know, if, if the dude was a dick, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be down with that. So, you know, I don't try to be that way to any of the, you know, the kids that I work with or whatever, you know, right. you don't want to be, you don't want that to be the lasting impression. Right. Good for you. Not discourage them. Even if they are kind of rambunctious or, you know, hard to deal with. It's like, ah, okay. It sounds like right. that kid was like kind of in like an enlightening experience though. <laughs> it sounds like oh, that yeah. kid was he like was... refreshing to be around, you know? Oh bit. yeah, you know, like during the show, he's like, you know, anytime you guys need a curtain puller, man, you could, you can, you know, have Rosemary getting, you know, or Mrs. Bird, as he he would say, you know, get in touch with me and I'll come do it for you guys. And it's like, you know, well, normally for these kind of events, there's adult volunteers, but you know, any we'll definitely keep you in mind. Very cool. Very cool. But yeah, he was. Yeah, but it, it it was good, you know, and it was good to see a lot of the, you know the kids up there do it singing and. Play, you know, a couple kids playing violin and drums and guitar and stuff. So, seeing a lot of kids taking the interest in music and stuff—that's what's really cool. You yeah, know? absolutely. Not only doing it because they're doing it for a grade, but because they want to. It's, it's you know, it's really refreshing. Yeah, man. So, hey, so uh, get on a no. uh, on a topic on a different topic. What <laughs> predict predictions for tomorrow? <laughs> Super Bowl. Oh, what do oh you boy. think? Super Bowl. What, what, so what do you? I know, I can already know right now. You're Patriots. Yeah. Um, what's predictions? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, super, super into the football X's and O's and analytics and stuff. But I, you know, I like to look stuff up and research it because hey, you know I think it's interesting. Ju- ju- just so you know, just so you know, you mm-hmm. are our podcasts resident sport analyst okay so with you know far more than either jason or i know okay about multiple sports so i'm just gonna say you're our resident if we have questions about sports we're gonna call you about some nba stuff when the playoffs start happening there yeah man yeah absolutely but anyways, I would love to take on that role for you guys. I, I would love to be your sports analyst. Let's do it. Man, that's awesome. Let's do it. This is good stuff. So, yeah. yeah. My, my predictions. Cool. You know, one thing that Atlanta does well, I mean, they have a, they have a historically, their offense is historically great. Like, they mm. had the best first down offense, the most yards gained on first down out of any offense in NFL history. They averaged nine yards per first down play. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Hard not to you know, fail. And I, I read another thing, you know, like for all you uh, regular listeners out there, like Aaron, I too am a cheese head, Packer backer all the way. And yeah. I was 
pretty disappointed to see our season come up that short, you know, one game close to, you know, one game away from the Super Bowl. But uh, one thing that I, I read the other day was that in the game, in the championship game versus the Packers, the Atlanta Falcons ran 27 different offensive formations in a row before they repeated another one. Wow. Are you serious? 27. 27 different ones in a row. That's pretty, That's astronomical, isn't it? How? That's <laughs> insane. How? <laughs> you know? That's crazy. I mean, they have so many different <clears throat> offenses, different ways they can come at you as an offense, you know? I mean, they have, you know, Matt Ryan, he's he's had a down couple years, but he's always been one of my favorite quarterbacks, and they have awesome wide receivers. They have two strong running backs. I mean, they, they can come at you in, in a myriad of ways. Yeah. So does that so, so so does that worry you at all for the Patriots defense this year, which is not the greatest defense? They have been scoring well and moving the ball well, but they haven't been stopping now, a lot of points from being scored. That is actually hate to hate to hate to bust balls on this, but that is actually not true. They've given up quite a bit of yards, but they they actually had the number one scoring defense. Oh, this year. oh, so so no scores, yeah, but a lot of yards odds. driven on them. Yeah, they they, they 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 tend to give up yards, but they don't break, and they actually allowed the fewest points of any team this year. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Well, I was missing. So yep. I think, and that's one thing you know. You look at you look at Bill Belichick, and first you think of Bill Belichick goes well, Tom Brady. You know, oh, Tom yeah. Brady slinks the ball all over the field. They they rack up, you know, 30, 40 points a game, whatever. You know, a couple of the best offenses of all time have been Patriot offenses. Yep. But one thing the casual fan doesn't really know or Recently. understand, I guess, is that he's the defense first coach. You know, the years that he won the Super Bowl, they had, you know, they they were defensive first teams. Um you know, like the first one that they beat the Rams, you know, they upset the greatest show on turf. Uh, they, you know, their well, their game was won because of defense. You know, they attacked what was then the greatest offense the NFL had ever seen in a way that nobody had before. Right, right, because that Rams team was um, hot that year. Yeah, that oh, was man, a crazy year, man. man. Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce. You know, I remember. Old. I remember that year. What was that? Two thousand. Two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one. I remember two thousand one. I was with hanging out with Corey <laughs> Fowler, and we watched the Rams team that year score like twenty seven points or like thirty thirty three thirty five points in a row within like two and a half minutes to come back from a huge deficit to win the game. And it was like, oh yeah, such a short amount of time. Onside kick, recover, touchdown. Onside kick, recover, touch. Like, it was crazy. Oh yeah, they could just they could move it at will, you know. And yeah. uh, so, uh, but one ball. thing that I, I read this book uh, called "The Games That Changed the Game," and it really delved into. It, it took like five or six different games spanning the entire history of the NFL and say, okay, this you know these are games that changed the game, and one of them was. The uh, was the the Super Bowl against the greatest show on turf, and uh, oh, what, what was his name? The running back for oh Marshall Falk. Marshall yeah, Falk. Marshall Falk, you know, man, that guy. He was he was awesome, and the entire 
St. Louis offense ran through him. Yep. You know? Yep. And so one thing that Belichick did that nobody else seemed to do or couldn't do because of personnel or whatever, he made sure, even if he wasn't involved in the play, they hit Marshall Falk on every single play. No matter what the play was, no matter what the formation, they had someone to hit him and tackle him on every single play. That's... And because of that constant attention on him, they took him out of the game, and they were able to keep the score close. You that's know? crazy. And that, and that's what Belichick does. He, you know, I mean, you, when, if you actually watch him on the game, whenever Tom Brady's on the field and their offense is on the field, he doesn't. He's not even paying attention. He delegates his offense to his offensive coordinator and to Tom Brady. He has his back to the field and he's talking to his defensive guys. Huh? And so, so it, you his think main strategy is is going to oh, be ahead. is going to be fucking up Matt Ryan? It's going to be fucking up Matt Ryan, um, partially. I mean, what he does is he takes away and, your greatest strength. And Julio. Yeah, and Julio. So they're going to, I imagine they're going to be at least double teaming Julio all day long. So they're you, not going to leave him on single coverage. So you, you think, you really do think that the Patriots are going to go in and double team all day on Julio? Either they're going to double team him all day or they're going to be, you know, having safeties, you know, shade over and help maybe not a. a because team, because be the having, pa- the Patriots do go zone, they so. do, but they also, you know, they also change their game plans depending on who they face. What okay. they do one okay. week, they'll you know they'll come out and press man one week against one team, and then they'll go into a soft zone against another team, depending on what's necessary. You know, and so I think that now, but. So what he does is he takes your team's greatest strength. Okay, you got this really awesome running back, or you got this really awesome wide receiver. We're going to take him away, and we're going to make you beat us with everybody else. But now the thing is, good strategy. But Falcons have a couple. A they have a lot. But the thing man. is, Falcons are nasty. You look dude. at Matt Ryan's stats when Julio is on the field and when he's not on the field. His pass, Matt Ryan's passer rating actually goes up without Julio Jones. This, without Julio Jones this year, mm-hmm. which is insane. So, kind of, you know, they take Julio out of the game, but they still have to deal with everybody else. Right, yeah. and that's and that was my contention was knowing Bill Belichick and the Patriots are like mm-hmm. I'm like are they I don't honestly know if they're going to really dedicate that much manpower to Julio Jones in respect of how they played against the Seahawks, how they played against us, the Packers, when Julio wasn't mm-hmm. on the field. You watch those games. Right. Julio wasn't a part right. of them kicking either of our team's asses that we're sitting it's in this true. room right now. Yeah, it's true. So, so I'm like looking at the Patriots and going, man, I think they're going to maybe like try to, I don't know, almost isolate Julio, but pay attention. To, there's more weapons. Oh, yeah. You know, they got their, their running backs, Devontae Freeman, and I can't remember the other dude's name. But they're they're both backs. They can, you know, they, they tend to go outside. They're not a power running team. I actually saw this on, on the NFL subreddit today. You know, it, it, it was a breakdown of how both teams ran the ball. And predominantly, Eric, you know, um, Atlanta is a bounce it outside kind of team, a lot of sweeps, 
lot of tosses, reverses, things like that that go outside. They don't go up the middle that much. Whereas New England primarily goes up the middle. They're a power running team, you know. They're going to look to run right down your throat. And yeah. I think that that's going to cause big problems for Atlanta's defense because as good as their, as their offense is, their defense isn't that hot. You know, you look at a couple uh, couple games this year, uh, like when, the, when, they, when they played the Saints, you know. Drew Brees is right up there with Tom Brady, you know, as far as skill of a quarterback. The teams aren't, you know, are completely different, but as skills as a quarterback – yeah, they're right up there with each other. Oh yeah, okay. And Drew Brees was able to do whatever he wanted all day long. True. And in, in both games, I don't have the stats in front of me, but he was able to go up and down. And I think that, I think that, uh, I think that they're going to be able, to, New England's going to be able to do the same. They have a lot of guys that, you know, they don't have a big six four four two, you know, wide receiver like Julio Jones, but they have a lot of guys that are really shifty and really smart. And you know, they will. I think that what they're, what they're going to do is they're just going to dink and dunk their way all the way down the field because yep, uh, Atlanta's defense is super aggressive. You know, that's what yeah. you notice when you know when they played the Packers, they came right after Aaron. You know, they applied the heat. They were oh, yeah. aggressive. That's what I was, was going to kind of bring up too. Is Atlanta's defense is is pretty. Pretty pretty good this year. Oh hell yeah, dude! Oh, oh yeah, so you know, solid. Uh, Dan Quinn, their coach, he was the defensive coordinator up in Seattle. You know, for a few years, I think he was up there the year they won the Super Bowl. You know, so he knows how to play defense. But the thing is, you know, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to do a lot of quick short passes. I think that to try and neutralize that aggressiveness, and I think that I mean, there's no quarterback better at it than Tom Brady. You know, story. Um, I think, you know, Aaron's my favorite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, my favorite quarterback. I think he's the best in the league. You know, somebody else said it, you know, like when he's at his peak, when he's playing at the, at his best level, it's the best that we've ever seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is it, really it, something phenomenal. You know, the combination of arm strength. I saw this clip from we put when, when the Packers put the Lions the other day. Or not the other day, this earlier this year. But you saw the clip the other and, day. Uh, say what? I saw the clip the other day, yeah, mm-hmm. where Aaron Rodgers was scrambling to his left, didn't even set his feet, and threw the ball over 70 yards in the air. It was like 74. He was at the tw- his own 28-yard line, threw the ball up, and it landed one or two yards inside the end zone. Right. Yeah, that's wild. Man. And I've never seen anybody do that before. You know, but so yeah, I think Brett, that he's the best. Big, big muscles like Brett Favre or, um, 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 oh God, old Denver Broncos, Tom or Elway, Elway? John Elway. Elway, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. those big arms like those guys. Um, another one was who's the old Eagles quarterback? I um, Montana. <laughs> he had some big uh, McNabb, yeah. You look at those uh, big guys, yeah, and they Nab, and they guy. had those big arms that would throw, but they had to set up and plant to huck the ball 65, 70 yards. They would do yeah. it. They would do it. Yeah, but they weren't on the move but, to their bed to, to their weak side. Right. Yeah. You know that's and something else. He's, 
So I would, yeah, it's it's stuff we've never seen before. But so he's, I'd say Aaron's the best. But as far as career accomplishment, what makes great, I gotta say Brady's the best. I think he's the greatest man. I yep. gotta I gotta call him the goat. Oh yeah. You well, know, I wasn't I wasn't alive to see Montana play. I'll admit it. I, I'm not old enough. I wasn't alive to see Montana play in his Yeah, prime. but you can look at tape. True. I've seen a good group oh, yeah. of freaking Montana tape. He's oh, for good... sure. You can look at tape. You yeah. know, and you can still doesn't do it. You justice, know, and you look really. at what he was able to do, and you know, it's it's amazing. You know, the dude. And if you if you want to call you know Montana the goat, I can't argue. You know, I mean, you're not wrong. But until we I find out that... what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think that tomorrow will have a, unless he unless Brady goes out and he's like twelve for thirty and throws three picks. No, no, no. What I'm awful. what I'm saying is I, what I meant by that was if Brady goes out tomorrow and, and well. the Patriots win and Brady gets his fifth ring, that kind of oh yeah, of, then it's, not, it's undisputed. That that's what I mean. So it, so unless he, I mean. Even if even if he does great, but they barely lose, he still mm-hmm. has he still has four rings. He played a hell of a Super Bowl game that was hella close, and he's still yeah. and he's still disputable for the greatest of all time. Definitely, but you know, and this is this, this, oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, but if he like, I look at it more as if he loses, he's still debatable as greatest of yeah. all time. If he wins, mm-hmm. it's pretty much fucking undeniable. He has, yeah, he has five so rings, five out of seven. Now, a lot of people, you know, say, "Well, Montana was undefeated in Super Bowls." You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna punish Brady for going to more. You know, that's exactly. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna agreed. I'm, I'm not gonna punish him for making more trips to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, that's means you know? two more seasons. And of... another thing. You know, week. Yep. I, and there's, you know, if, if Atlanta wins, I'll be happy. I like, I like the Falcons. You know, um, I think it, it, it's cool to see new teams win well, their first Super Bowl and sure. see, you know? and also, what a hell of a season to play a season like they did and then stop the Patriots, right? Oh, right, exactly. You know, and I would be, I would be happy for them. I wouldn't be mad. You know, I mean, the, the Patriots are my second favorite team, but I'm never mad when they lose. I'm just like, oh well, that's oh well, you know. Okay, okay, but but still, so so if if you was if you was to be a betting's man, yeah, your okay. bet, put your money where your mouth is, Mister Rusty. You, what would you say uh, first? Because you still never gave us the prediction for tomorrow. But what? But what? What would you? What would you say? Who would win? What? What's your thing? What? Where you? Where you? Where if you I had, if I was, if I was a real betting dude, and I was playing, I was put down real money. Um, I would say the the Patriots. By within a touchdown. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. If I had to pick a score, I'd win by a like, field goal, win by a field goal type thing. Field goal, four points, five points, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that it'll be like, I'm guessing like 31 28. Gotcha. Wow. Kind of, kind of That's the exact score that I was thinking, but the other way around? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, kind of for what he was saying. You know, I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, close game. I think it's going to be and a close game, too. Mm-hmm. See, well, I think so. I think so. I I have 
I have like kind of my intellect feeling and then I have my gut feeling. Yeah. My my intellect feeling says it's going to be a very close game pretty much like you predicted. I don't know if it's going to be as high scoring because I think the defenses are really going to show something in this game. I think we're going to see a huge defensive game. So I, mm-hmm. I, 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 that's kind of how I feel. I, I think Matt Ryan and Tom Brady both are going to try and short pluck the ball down the field. But the, mm-hmm. de- the defenses know that. Like, yep. like that. This is what they've been preparing for. Atlanta's de- Atlanta's defense stops the short pass. Look what they did to the Packers. Yeah, that that's what Tom Brady does. So I yeah. think I think that the uh, just like you said, Belichick will push the Patriots to stop what is Matt Ryan's quickness is his fucking getting the ball out. Getting yeah. the as soon as the big fuckers who can catch on the Falcons catch the ball that. They run. They they get ten to fifteen yards after the catch. That's yeah. They that's, do. There's no they they every time every time it doesn't matter who which receiver it is. It's ten to fifteen yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. But I think both defenses are going to dictate the game. So I Definitely. I I was my my intellectual side says it's going to be like a fourteen seventeen game. Okay. Patriots, mm-hmm. but the part of me, my like wild side, the part of me that wants to see the game run, I honestly, yeah. I I think it's going to be a blowout Falcons, and that's what I want to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, really? I, I I I actually I think that Matt Ryan is going to do like I'm not a Falcons fan. Yeah, I am total. Right. I am totally just doing it because I don't want to see Brady win. <laughs> there's a lot of people out there like I that. I know there are. They're haters. There is, and, there's and, a lot. Yeah. And and, yeah. and and now by me saying this, I don't I, I've already kind of said it before on the show. I don't I I recognize how good Brady is. Definitely. Like yeah. like I am not denying the man's talent. He is yeah. he is arguably the greatest quarterback we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Yeah. For sure, for I mean, yeah, yeah. definitely. But, yeah. but objectively speaking, yeah. But I still can think the guy's a douche, and I don't want to see him win. So with with <laughs> with could. that with that, I part of me really wants to see the Falcons just like get the whoop ass they deserve and just win their first Super Bowl on not like a clutch win and they barely overcame this powerful team, but like oh look we stomped. But then I don't want to see a walkout Super Bowl. And yeah. but the other side of me goes, God damn, the Patriots are so good that they're probably gonna win it, but it'll be close. No. And I, I have a couple other thoughts. You just kind of made me think of a couple other things. Of course. You know? Um one thing that there is like you said, there's the intellectual side and then there's your gut feeling. There's something about, in my gut, there's one thing that's been going on that I can't ignore, and I have to factor it in. And, you know, the last two weeks in Super Bowl coverage, what has everybody been talking about? The Patriots. Yep. Talking about Tom Brady. 
talking yeah. about Bill Belichick, talking about mm-hmm. the other Super Bowls that they've won, the ones that they didn't win. Every, everything about the Patriots they've been talking about. Yeah, a lot of you're it. You're not hearing a peep about Atlanta. No, you're not. Except for the fact that they're in the game. Yep. And you they know good, that man. all of the players on Atlanta are are know they know this. They can claim they you know players can claim oh I don't pay attention to the media bullshit. Oh. You're watching everything that everybody's saying, and they're knowing that nobody's talking about them. And that's going to be a huge, in you know, fire. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a huge amount of fuel for them. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's a lot to say about momentum. You, you know, know and, I mean, and like just having that thought process, like no one's gonna know, or you like no one's gonna hear about us or our story. Man, the the Falcons did so good. I never said right. who I was going for or uh, what I thought was actually going to happen, but um, yeah, going off of what you said, that's kind of actually how I feel with this. Um, mm-hmm. How they have evolved as a unit and how they have, you know, just driven and just got so many yards on first down and like those stats are undeniable. You can't, you know what I mean? Like this is right. every, this is sixteen weeks of regular season and then you know like. There's a reason mm-hmm. why they're there. They beat, obviously, they beat the Packers. They beat the Hawks. Um, and uh, the the Patriots, last time we played, the Seahawks played the Patriots. You know, we beat them by a touchdown. So right. wh- where I'm at it with that is, like, we couldn't handle the Falcons as our team. And, yeah, we had, you know, an injury that was crucial to our defense or whatever, but you know that's all oh, yeah. that's just whatever you know what i mean like that's just mm-hmm. like that's just a stellar guy that was on our team that you know things happen you can't but right it's part of the game exactly but all that being said where i'm at with that and is uh the momentum and how atlanta has done so well for so long and and i think that the patriots always have this big hype every time they're in the super bowl and I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. They're not really that likable of a team. Like you gotta respect their players, obviously. Like because they're fucking nuts and awesome, you know. Yeah. But but then mm-hmm. again, there's so much like awkward speculation. It's almost like crappy like football NFL propaganda. Like you know, Deflate Gate, silly things like that. Fucking. They kind of just, oh, yeah. they just bog down the game, create rumors and stuff and make people, you know, just question, you know, real athletes abilities. And it's, you know, it's silly. It's child's play. These people are real humans getting big money and cheating is a real mm-hmm. thing. Cheating is a real thing. But I mean, the guy went to the Super Bowl however many times, yeah. four, t- four times. Six times. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, went six times, but only won four times. Yeah. Now going, seventh you know, time. Yeah, could get his fifth, and uh, I don't know, but I do think Atlanta will win. I yeah, do. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm on that side. Like more, um, of, if I was to bet, if I was, if I was to have to wage my life, I would bet with the Patriots. But if I was just yeah. to bet, <laughs> but if I was to bet just a sum of money. I would bet the Falcons all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think that, like you said, momentum's a real thing. Um, you know, and except for the last, you know, last few weeks of the season, you know, mm-hmm. when getting real crunch to playoff time, 
you know. Atlanta was still just going under the radar. And then all of a sudden you look and like, wait a minute, they won 11 games. You know, they won 12 games. They won 13 games. Right. How You know, and, and you don't even know. And all of a sudden they, they sneak up on you. Exactly. And, and so this is this is how they've been the whole, this is how they've been functioning the whole year. Mm-hmm. So putting like up, putting I big numbers. Too. Oh, yeah, big numbers. And Huge. then all of a sudden, you know, they, they fucking show up in the playoffs and they, they make two two legit contenders just look silly. You know, <laughs> like they don't even belong on the same field. As much as it pains Definitely. me to say. Oh, not at all. We didn't, really happen. It's, it's real. didn't belong on the same field. Nope, the yeah. Falcons ran the table, same as the fucking Seahawks, man. Yeah, it just, yeah. It they was took bad. us all down. We're all in the now, same boat here. <laughs> we didn't train also, the boys. I also right. got... One other thing, I think one other reason why I think I want to see my need to see Tom Brady get number five. Yeah, yeah. And you to know, retire? growing up, no, not not so you will retire. Uh, <laughs> you know, growing up, you know, when we did out in Casilop, we had, you know, we had three channels. If if the weather was real great and it was sunny and not a lot of wind, we'd get four. You're damn right. And and how often did we have to rotate the antenna? Oh man. Every, Remember that fucking day? game? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. We had, we had the vice the vice grips on the fucking antenna that we so we could grab it and turn the antenna. This big ass antenna twenty feet in the air. So we could reach out the the kitchen window. Now not only were we turning mm-hmm. the antenna, but we were reaching out our like broken like extend fold dual pane kitchen window <laughs> of our trailer house that we lived in. Mm-hmm. So we yep. could, so we could find the best signal in the dirt, depending on the weather conditions to get the football channel for that day. Heck yeah, man. Right. The one with the least amount of static. Alaska living. Yep. To, yeah. But you know, <laughs> because of, because we only had three channels, we didn't have cable, we didn't have satellite, you know. One thing that, you know, growing up, you know, I remember in sec- when I was in second, third grade in the mid-90s, you, know, mid- you know, I think back to Michael Jordan, you know. I knew who Michael Jordan was. Obviously, everyone, you know, he oh was, my. all I knew is he was, he played for the Bulls. Remember watching, really good at basketball. Remember watching the Bulls, Suns, in Brian's cabin? The playoffs? I do remember that. And I do remember going down to the clamshell when it was still alive, you know, and yep. watching the Bulls Jazz final series. Oh, yes, sir. But outside of that and Space Jam, <laughs> I didn't yeah. really understand what was, I didn't appreciate what was going on. With, Mike, with Michael yes, Jordan. With Michael Jordan, that we were literally witnessing something we were never going to see again yeah. other players have come close but we didn't you know i i didn't appreciate it i didn't know and so and now looking back on it i wish that i could have like paid a little more attention pay- and, and say i watched that happen well so you know? so me being i guess i don't know me being a cut <laughs> that was awesome me being a couple anyway. a couple years older than you um yeah I I really remember the Bulls Jazz. Yep. And I remember and more like I remember watching Jordan and going, "Oh wow, like 
I remember mm-hmm. I remember the spectacle that the TV hosts made about him and like yep. re-highlighting his moves and like I kind of got it and then it really clicked for me when he came back and was a wizard. Oh yeah. And wasn't good. Kind of like Kobe, right. kind of like Kobe in his ending years in the Lakers. Um, yeah, although although it, it should be noted that at forty years old, Kobe or Michael Jordan, I think he, I think he actually scored fifty as a wizard. No, he did. He did. You're right. Yeah, Kobe but still, didn't. But he, but even even then, wasn't where he was. No, right. But I remember the the hype then about him coming back and not being what he was, and kind of like connecting that. I, you know, yeah. I I do still. But you're right in the sense that I didn't – I wish I would have paid the attention at the time to really, like, recognize. Yeah, I do. Right. And now we're seeing it with Brady. No, and you're, you're it, right. I mean, seven fucking Super Bowls, man. Seven. He's been to – well, this will be number seven. Yeah. yeah we're that's never right. going to see this again. No. I, um, I would wager uh, – Never. I mean, might, yeah, it'll I happen. Mean, okay, I mean, I might wager that we could. It, uh, there could be some young buck that comes along that gets his team to three or four. You know, maybe wins most of them. You're right. With but, but well, this well, Montana's. It was the change of the yeah. rules, don't you think? Do you think that because Brady was so young when he came into the NFL? when the rules were pretty extraneous still. And then, I mean, he was, he was there in 1999 was his I think first. He was drafted in 2000. I think he was okay, drafted yeah. in 2000. Yeah. So, so he was drafted in 2000. Now it's 2017. So mm-hmm. other, other quarterbacks have had long careers, but yeah, but you look at most of those long careers so far have been with the old rules. Yeah. The quarterbacks that we're seeing now, the only other one that's really evolved at the same time but hasn't had the numbers is Roethlisberger. Yeah. Because, I mean, Rodgers came in in 2008. So Brady has eight years on Rodgers. And, and And what, four appearances in those eight years? Yeah, out in the in 2000, went there four times. Yeah, right, right. So, so you know, looking at like you could say that right now the best we're seeing is Rodgers, but and but when you compare him to Brady, Brady had eight more years on him than Rodgers has right now in the NFL. Yeah. So, so we're you're seeing a guy who's transcended the rules of the old days. And the kind of football they used to play, which was real knock them down, hit them shit. Now, they were still like that, though, in the early 2000s. Those first couple of years that they won the Super Bowl, New England wasn't an offensive powerhouse. No, I, you know? I, I know they weren't. I know they weren't. That's what I mean. And, and they transcended yeah. that gap. And then the rule changes from what, they, or from what 2000, 2001, 2002 rules were like. Versus NFL yeah. rules today. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jesus, look at the difference in play. Yeah. Oh man. And yeah. ti- and that, you know, and time of possession. Yeah. Yep. You don't. You don't. You, know, you did not see twenty-minute drives 
15 minute drives. Right. Well, I guess not 15 Nor- minute game clock total, but you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. No, you, yeah. You, you, no, didn't, gotcha. you didn't see nine minute drives, game clock. You didn't see nine minute drives in 2000. Yeah, that's happened. I mean, I'm Nor would you see a rookie come pass. in and throw, you know, and complete 70% of his passes. And, 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 throw, with Dak and, Prescott. and throw 400 yards. Right. Yeah, that That's was insane. throw 400 yards in a game in, in 2000. Come on. Brady was one of right. the first to do it. Yeah. Brady and Peyton. Yep, yep. But, yeah, you know, so. But I think even rule changes aside, you know, I mean, I'm not going to blame that on the players. I think. No, 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 yeah, of course not. Of course not. It's just a different game. It's a different game. It is. It is a different game. But through, you know, I mean, you look, look who, I mean, the best receivers that Brady had. He had Randy Moss for a minute. Okay. Know? He was there. Not I mean, much. He had Randy Moss for two, I mean, two complete seasons. Because in 2008, uh, Brady got hurt the first game. He was out the whole year. Right. And then in 2010, he had, he Monsters after like four games. Well, who is who are, you know what? Who you is, guys, this is funny. I saw a video of this just the other day, and it's a video mm-hmm. of all the receivers that Tom Brady has thrown a touchdown pass to over his mm-hmm. year, uh, over the years of his uh, career as an NFL player or whatever, and he's thrown to like fifty different people a tuss, a touchdown pass. He's the most. Yeah, uh, he's the he's thrown a touchdown pass to the most people in, in the su- NFL in Super Bowl. Yeah, no, not in Super Bowls, just mm-hmm. in period. Like, oh, he has the people. most different people he's thrown to. Yeah, for well, fucking a, fucking a, like it's it's, yeah. and you'd think that he'd so, have more you know, for the key players, and it's just no, he just throws touchdown passes to literally everyone. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he he's bad. He's you know, bad, bad man. And, <laughs> Right, you know, it's so it's like, and I I get it why people don't, you know, people, you know, why people don't like Brady, and I, I you know, I understand it's, you know, it's, you know, it's sports hey, you can want for whatever reason you want. Um, and 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 to be clear, it's not real hate. No, not really. No, no, that's, it's that's, that's why that's why I said it's sports. Hate, yeah, know? it's it's just I mean, it's, you're joining you're joining a little team. You want to feel inclusive in something and. Picking, si- picking sides is always fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I sports hate Eli Manning. Yeah. I can't stand Eli Manning. I don't, but you guarantee that if I saw him in real life, you know, walking down the street or whatever, I wouldn't want to go up and get his autograph. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, of yeah, course. It's sports hate, it's not real hate. But although there are, I think there are some people out there that, even if, you know, that legitimately hate Tom Brady for no reason. I really think Other there than are. He's a really good football player. Right. And yeah, I mean, I, and that's silly to me. Part of yeah. me, part of me, kind of thinks I am one, but at the, <laughs> at, <laughs> but at the same at, at the same time, I go, no, I'm I'm too reasonable just to judge that kind of hate on somebody. Like I really, right. I I don't hate Tom Brady, like I hate. Oh man, I don't know what I hate. I yeah, I don't know. I might hate Tom Brady a lot. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I I yeah. don't know. I don't know. 
I, I, I dislike him for reasons I can't explain. It's kind of the same, <laughs> kind of the, for the same reasons I dislike David Beckham. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. Vanity, mm-hmm. maybe vanity a little bit. Yeah. Being a little pretentious. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's like, but you know, it's like we had this conversation before, you know, it's one thing that even though I, you know, maybe wouldn't want to hang out with Tom Brady, you know, it's a reasonable thing that I admire. But I mean, it makes no matter to hide it. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. Like, yeah. I live in a multi-dollar. I live in a multi-million-dollar mansion with a moat around it, with the richest supermodel in the world. Of course, I'm gonna, you know, like of course I, I live high society and I wear the most expensive clothes and all the most expensive watches and all that shit, you know. Right. And whereas like Peyton Manning, which many people like him a lot more than Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Don't you think life. I'm cool right now? Yeah, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, he doesn't mm-hmm. eat Oreos, <laughs> man. He doesn't drive a Buick. You know, he doesn't go to regular burger joints. No, he's he's you know, he's American royalty. Yep. No, you know? you're right. You're right. But he's so good. He's so good at marketing himself. Oh no, I'm just a regular guy. You know. <laughs> and, uh, to be fair, his commercials are hilarious. He's golfing. I love with his the, commercials. Oh, his commercials are great, but he's golfing with the rich people. Oh yeah, he's at oh, the country yeah. club with, with every weekend. And senators and and you know, the upper upper elite. Uh huh. <laughs> True story. Cool. Oh, that's one thing you know. That's so. I don't know. That's one thing that I like about Brady is that you may not you know like his lifestyle or whatever, but he makes no he makes no bones. Yeah, this is who I am. You know. For real. Like I can't help but respect that. Of course. Oh. But yeah, I think uh Awesome. So you're but, you're basically sitting here going, God damn, I hope Tom Brady gets his fifth ring. Um I'd like to see me have some Patriots wins, but if the Falcons wins, that'd be cool too. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not you know I'd love to see the Falcons get their first Super Bowl. You know, I think it I think it would be awesome, you know, to see I like like when the Saints are there first. They've you know? yeah. they've had some they've yeah. had some amazing wins, man. They kind of deserve it. They've had some really good wins this season. Oh oh yeah oh yeah. They've you know numbers, man. Numbers. They're <laughs> not they're not phonies. You know they're not they're not teams that are like wait a minute how the hell did they get there? They're not phonies. This is who they've been all year. They've been consistently great. I'd love to see them win. Yeah. But I just want to see Brady get number five more. True. Okay. Well. You That's know. cool too. Commendable. Hell yeah. Of course. Most definitely, man. Yep. Everyone loves who they <laughs> love for sure. You know what I mean? And honestly, football's football. And everyone loves everyone despite football. Come on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Most deaf. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see but what happens uh, tomorrow. That's fun. <laughs> all right. Well yeah. well, hey brother. You know what? Um this has been a great chat. You've uh Yeah, it has. It's yeah, thank man. you, thank you so much for being our first guest, and thank you, know, you so much, Rusty. The talk's yeah, gone man. all over it's the yeah. places. Um, it's, yeah, you know, and, and I'm uh, I, I've had a blast, and I'm looking forward to coming on more often. Good. Yeah, Sounds we'll like we'll fun. have you back. You know, whenever you guys feel like you want to have a guest on, you know, feel free to give me a ring. Sounds good. Of man. course, we'll be. Oh, you know, well. as as we cover more topics and we venture out and do more things. There will uh, 
there'll be more than sports comment commentating that uh, we'll have conversations about. Yeah, man. Oh, we'll, great. Yeah. We'll need That'll brains. Be, looking forward to it, man. You know, it's uh, and I, and I just got to say, loving the music choices that I've that you guys have been playing on. You know, choosing your picking your records. Uh, it actually, uh, your Pink Floyd, the last one, Pink Floyd was that, was that the last one? Yeah, was that, that two yeah. ones ago? That no, that was the last one. Yeah, that uh, that inspired me. It's like, man, I haven't listened to Pink Floyd in years. Like really listened to Pink Floyd. Cool. You know? Yeah. So I went through and I listened. I listened to Animals and I listened to Adam Hart Mother. And I listened to Metal and I listened to, uh, of course, you know, Dark Side of the Moon because you have to. Yeah. Of course. But, Wish you were here. That's cool, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it was. And then I actually, I, I went, I went on Spotify and I found out that they actually released an album like two years ago. Now, it's David Gilmore. Um, it's made, a lot of it's based on stuff that they wrote in like 2008. Obviously, it's without Roger Waters, you know, because he hasn't done anything with Pink Floyd in decades. Yeah, Roger uh, Waters but, just went see ya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like they they released a new album in like 2014, <laughs> and I had no idea. Me neither. I can't even remember what it's called off the top of my head. I, I actually don't. It was, I didn't know that either. We'll find it. Yep. It's, it's like, happening. Uh, but you know, but it's like. Largely like ambient stuff. Like it was, it was pretty neat. Kind of like kind of like back to metal and echoes and things like that. Yeah, it, it definitely had that kind of a vibe to it. Um, all right, so vibe. so so how much time have you spent listening to the Sid Barrett stuff? Not a lot with Sid Barrett. Um, I'm going to admit it. I haven't listened to a whole lot yet, but I. Uh, Cause, but cause I, I, it's, on, it's on the list. It, I'm definitely going to be getting there. It, the the song I recommend is Interstellar Overdrive. Okay. That's a that's a great one to start off on, and it kind of gives you a real feel for where they were kind of going musically at that time. Interstellar mm-hmm. Overdrive. It's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll definitely check that out. Oh, then that new album, by the way, it's, it's uh, the Endless River. The Endless River. All right, the Endless yep, River by the, Pink Floyd. All right, cool. Released in 2014. Uh, it's their last. It's the last album. It, they, they, you know, uh, they, David Gilmore, is you know, has said that uh, this is the last one. Um, oh, the Endless River as their last. The wow, Endless that that's pr- that's pretty like proverbial. That's cool. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. what's left of them. Right. You know, mm-hmm. man, what a yeah, legacy. Uh, but like I said, you know, listening, you know, guys playing some Kansas, and I did not see Kiss coming. Did not Good. imagine you guys <laughs> playing a Kiss album, but Curveball. Well, I dug it, man. Well, yeah, I know you did. You probably dug it, and Sweet. you know what? So this is kind of, I'll, we'll keep you on for this little bit. So we're okay. we're we're kind of finding out right now that even though we're free, we're a free show, mm. we're not yep. we're not technically a radio broadcast show and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We we don't qualify as a public performance per se because we're web oriented. So like ASCAP and BMI and stuff don't apply to us. But okay. we might there we're we're finding out right now if 
we do actually, in fact, need licensing to be able to play vinyls that we bought and we own on our podcast online for free. Because really, well, we we there might have to actually be licensing. We don't know yeah. yet. So so I've done a lot of research and I've called I've called ASCAP. I've called BMI. I've called CSAC. I've called, um, there's a company online called Sound Exchange that deals with web broadcasting, but that's for more of like Pandora and Spotify and things like mm-hmm. that that provide downloads and streaming of songs, but song oriented. So podcasts are their own weird group. And mm-hmm. um, so basically, there might, Depending on what I find out, so there's this there's this agency called Harry Fox that we had to we're we're finding out, and they do podcast licensing for music and stuff like that, um, and they do licensing for like people using parts of songs for um, commercials and parts of songs for little intros and outros of things, and okay. they're the they're the kind of company that handles that. Um, so we have to find out if we can, I mean, there might be, you know, there might be something we have to do royalties or something. A we have licensing to pay. we have to pay licensing we have to pay to be able to do even the limited amount of songs, the limited artists and the limited downloads we get. Yeah. It might come down yeah. to how many people actually download and play. So, but where we're thinking that we might be okay is the fact that like, we're posting these podcasts and we're not actually saying what what time, you know what I mean, that like they can we're, find like the song. Then we're not we're not advertising you know. like yeah, we're featuring albums, mm. but we're not advertising that like it's nothing you our can main, download. Our main, you can't get it. Our main you know? focus isn't the album. Our main focus is the conversation. And right. then we just happen to be having an album that we like play each episode mm. and like, you know, we're not charging anything and we're not making any money. I yeah. don't know. They won't be able to get a free yeah. version of the song. Like, it's not like we we're benefiting. We're not benefiting off their work. We're showing off their work. So we don't right. know. Yeah. We're, we're waiting to see if there's any licensing that we have to do. There might become a point later in the podcast that we have to either stop doing it or start paying money or... Yeah. Right. Or have to buy a license and start asking money from listeners to be Possibly. able to continue. Yeah, so. like who knows? Okay. You know who knows? But as of right now, we're gonna keep like picking some of our favorite episodes. Like I'm glad to hear you were surprised by Kiss. You're probably gonna be surprised by the songs we pick this week. Good. Um, yeah. Oh man. You know I hope we you co- I hope shit. you come and listen to this episode back and hear yourself. And and the oh, song. Yeah. I will. <laughs> and, and, and the songs and what we talk about before and after. Um, but hell yeah, man. This has been a hell of an in, uh, interview, dude. This is, uh, man, we've been on for a little over an hour. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I just looked, I just looked at the clock and holy shit, we've been on for about an hour, hour and ten minutes or so. Is well, it? Yeah. This is coming on being a pretty, uh, probably one of our second longest podcasts or something like that. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. Um, like I said, I'm looking forward to being on more and keep keep on fucking rocking on, guys. Loving your show. Yeah, man. Take it Thank easy, you. Rusty. Thank, yeah, dude. Thanks for being our first guest. And uh, yeah, man. It hell was yeah. awesome. <laughs> cool, guys. Well, hey, you guys have a good night, and I'll probably chat with you guys tomorrow. 
Of Sounds course. Good, Lo- love you, dude. Yeah, man. Love you too, Love Rusty. you too, man. Take it easy. Yep. Later, bro. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good well, talks, man. That was awesome. I, You know what? I have to say this right now. Coming out of that, I felt... I felt a little... I felt like I hogged the conversation. And oh, I, not I, at I, all. I, I want to apologize right now. No, I hope you didn't feel that you. way, but... No. I just... My my mouth is feeling like I did a lot of talking. <laughs> Let me say no, that. And what I would, uh, man, my rebuttal to that would be that, yeah, man, I don't know. You've been mulling over, you know, this conversation for the last couple days, you know, knowing that Rusty was going to be our first guest. And actually, you know, it was, it was great, you know. And what I did, you know, chime in on. I uh, I actually started the first little bit of it, and uh, you know I don't know. It was great. You we, talk, you talked to him for a while. No, yeah, I know. I know we you opened did. up. I we just... opened up a good bit of conversation. Uh, man, we, yeah, we covered mostly everything that needed to be there, and you know it's always great looking at it from family's perspective too. So we really through your voices and what you guys said to each other, we got to see your guys's love and your family. You know what I mean, like. That's something cool. That's, no, it, that's it, a window into your lives, and it, that's what I love about having like that, having a family member in there is having that window into his life, like him describing him becoming a dad and like coming through those changes, man. Like, dude, oh, it is something. Brother. It is something to admire. I, I admire it, dude. You know? Uh, you know what I mean? I admire the fuck out of what he said. Yeah, dude. He's a. He's always been a great fucking dude, but he, now Rusty, he's just a solid man. Rusty is more of an adult than me. <laughs> he has always been like, disciplined. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Disciplined. Yes. He's always been disciplined. He's always been at a little step, stood back from everything. Mm. Um, very observant. Um, very scholarly approach. A mm. Socratic approach to things. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's good. it's good stuff. You know, <laughs> it. I I love facts like like the very first time he ever got drunk was with me, <laughs> and he was family man. And and I took him out for his twenty first birthday, and you know things like that. It make me happy seeing the little grossness, but now he's becoming a dad. Right. And like, man, that really blows my mind. Yeah. Like it, it strikes. A chord oh, up. it's, it hits, dude, hits a it nerve makes, with you a little it makes, bit. It makes me quiver in places that I can't make myself quiver. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Like, like it touches those weird wiggles, funny bones. Wiggles oh, you they're up, in dude. there. It just shakes you the fuck up, man. <sighs> Woo. That's He's, good stuff, man. Like I'm proud of that guy. Me too. He bought a, he bought a house. That fucker, he's working for a school district, mm-hmm. helping kids, working with kids, loving right. like you can just hear it in his voice. Yeah, how much, how much joy it gives him to you know get in there and that was really good. Give that guy the opportunity. Good for him, man. I agree. Hell yeah, everyone. Learn that, from learn from Rusty. Learn from Rusty. <laughs> and and something job, that he, something that we didn't even touch on, but I'm gonna say right now for all you folks out there, you fucking people. He is a motherfucker of a bass player. 
Oh, we didn't even get a. We didn't even talk about music. We didn't even get into that subject. Like blow your brain apart. Like, yeah, runs in the family. Runs in the family, but (laughs) he's the leader of the fucking clan. He is. He's like. If you were in, if you're into DC Comics, he's Ra's al Ghul. To the fucking assassins. (laughs) <laughs> the League of Assassins. He's he's that motherfucker. He's good. I just went there. He's wild. Um <laughs> All right. So hey, this is yeah, man. This has been a good hell of a podcast. Let's play this third song. What do you say? We have to make another drop. Born ready. As Aaron wiggles in the Neo towards the stuff of the stuffs. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, shit. They dropped a bomb. Take that, government. During this time, this is like... This had to be awesome. This was, fuck you, Nixon. They were saying some shit, man. I love the opening lyrics. 
<laughs> it's like kind of explosive, like in a way. Back in that time period, I could imagine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I ain't no commie. <laughs> I'm Dude, just I- trying to live the good old American way. Yep, it's just funny, man. Well, yeah, they were worried about Cold War. It was Nixon, and they say, "Hey, it's okay to have a revolution." It's <laughs> okay to have right? revolution. <laughs> Look what happened. We had the women's march, man. That's a okay, right? There's nothing wrong with actually like they were peaceful standing. protests, and it's of actually, course, that's Dude, interesting. That's, getting around that's to that, a but, right. Yeah, most definitely, and it should be exercised in you know the correct yep. man manner. Yep. Don't don't break stuff, man. That's just people's nope. property. It's yep. not gonna do anything, really. I mean, it yeah, does. it sends a message yeah. of There's horribleness on either side. It doesn't. No really one cause wants to see things or, broken. Yeah, it, you show up on the news looking like an idiot. You know, potential for jail time, and then you're just a victim of you know you're paying the people that you don't want to be supporting. Cause Fucking you, taxes, man. Yeah, if you don't agree with it, you know. All that money goes to the same big old wheel, man. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah, man. But anyways, guys, that was Brewer and Shipley, <laughs> Tarkio. That's the name of their album. Um, it was turned out in 1970. Kama Sutra Records. Um, powerful, man. Awesome. Jason, you have a... What was your, what's your story about this record? This was your record. This was your choice of this week. Dude, I kind of already said it. You know, I said it in a roundabout way, just more or less like when you, when you like, I don't know. When I think about listening to something on vinyl and this just came to mind, I don't know. That's good. Went over the line. God, that song got fucked up, man. Can't believe we forgot to charge the battery packs. I know, right? You know what? Maybe. You know what? Should we do something kind of wild? I don't know. Maybe even talking about it might be kind of taboo in a sense. Oh, what should, would that be? Should we fucking play our outro for the end of this and then just play that song in its entirety as like the outro outro and just let it go to the end? Just for Play it twice? Anybody Ooh. that made it. Is that no? Maybe. We'll just make you listen to it. Buy your own damn vinyl. Yeah. Fucking buy, buy <laughs> or buy this from them. Go find it. Go listen to it. Actually, these guys are still kicking. They're still playing music today. They're touring. They're old as fuck. They still smoke weed. Barely making it. They, do they go? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you know, some people really age well, man. Yeah. These <sighs> guys, I mean, they're good. They're gray. But they looked old as hell in the 70s, dude. Look at them right there, man. How old did they? 30. Yeah. 30. They're 70 now. Yeah, that's cool. Seventy four. I don't that's know. Cool, I don't know dude. how old they are, but they're kicking it, dude. I have a question for you, Jason. Old school kicking it. I want to. I brought this up earlier. I'm bringing it back. I wrote it down on the paper, Whoosh. and I'm not going Whoosh. to deny it. Of course, we've been kicking this podcast for a while now. We've been rocking and rolling. Boop 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 boop. We both had a couple drinks. Fucking yeah. The monkey's shoulder is treating us well. We had a hell of an interview with Dude, Rusty. We did it. <sighs> Everything's going good. Successful. You know what's kicking it? Charmander. <laughs> this card, you got me? Oh yeah. Pokemon card. Charmander. <laughs> He's hell killing yeah. it. He's watching over everything. 
if we need to pull them out and case some fucking Anybody in case we out. enter some tall grass and we see a rattata right something Who like knows, that man they're always encroaching we see a leckens yeah we see an ekens we see oh, a fucking all those little bitches spiro they're gonna come in they're, they're gonna, gonna attack us in that grass we're gonna chop them down so here's my question we'll to you. trudge on through with that in mind with this what's your thoughts on aliens bro Okay, so so first, first, here's what I want to first, Dude, Jason. Oh man, I'll on. go there. I'll I know, there I know you, you will. I want to go there. Let's go fucking cool. Let's, okay, psh, let's okay. Blow it. So time out. Look at me. Look at me. Look I hope me other people eyes. feel this way too. We're gonna oh, we're man. gonna go there, people. Put on your hats. I'm of, letting down my guard, man. Puts on your hats of science disbelief and maybe turn down the rationality a little bit. Let's fucking go there. Right, because okay. we can't be all like complete. I, when I was young. All right. When I go into aliens in my first. Okay, hold on. First, will you look at me for a second? Eye to eye. Eye to eye right now. This is all hush, about. Hush. This is all eye about. Eye. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? This is all about the wonder, <sighs> the wonder and Splendor. the amazement of disbelief. Like this is all about the like what ifs and who done it's and. We're not proposing anything that we say from here on out. We're not proposing that this is factual or real. Right. In any case, this is all hypothetical. Right. Dude. We're going to go there. All right. Aliens, go. Okay. So when I go into aliens, when I, get, when I think about all these things now as an adult and kind of like, you know, just having what I'd like to think a fairly, fairly rational way of looking at actual things that I'm seeing right now. I don't know. I have, and then I have memories of as a child shit, of weird shit of in uh, ways that I perceived these things. Me too. And as a child, I'm like, oh, you know, you know, you know what you see, man. Uh, or I don't know. It's so easy to talk yourself into something, or and that's how I see it now as my adult self, but. <clears throat> So, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, aliens. That being said, I kind of wanted to go there and just cut into it to show, cut. You, to show you what I mean. So, one night I was feeling like crap, and I was on a couch. And I was or I was laying on, um, yeah, a couch that was out right in front of a very big window. And uh, it was actually at The Rock when I, when I was like in fucking maybe third or fourth grade. And, um, Weird. yeah, and my mother, like, had talked to me numerous times about, like, things that she had seen and, like, you know, all kinds of cool stuff, like, and it, like, brought my imagination out into stars and stuff, and, like, you know, and I, I loved it. I was infatuated with it, because you just look up, and in Alaska, you have that dark in the wintertime, and so one night, I, you know, I fell asleep early, because... <laughs> I do it now. I'm so guilty. Dude, I've sleepers. But, um, do you know how fast I can fall asleep? Oh <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm already asleep. So, except I can still talk. Right. When I was a kid, it was no different. But anyways, I ended up falling asleep like right after dinner one night, and I woke up in the middle of the night for some reason on the couch, and I was looking up out this big window. And I'm seeing satellites and shooting stars and all kinds of things. Cool. Just kind of moving out, out in the night, man. Perfect dark. 
freaking sky, man, and bright white light, like, and I'm knowing things are going on up there, man, and it's outside of my control, and I'm just like, wow, man, I know how big it is, man. Cause I, yeah. Cause well, I'm, well, you, I'm looking you up. Guess not really. How big it is? You know, not really, but yeah, right. I mean, you can imagine. Right. No, I, I get you. Like this is the fucking size of Kenai Dissoldana and Kiski back to Kasilov, man. <laughs> you know, not really, but all the way to Homer, bro. <laughs> right. But, you know, as a kid, it's still, like, fascinating, amazing. It's so cool. It perplexes you. But, like, when I'm looking up and I'm seeing these things, I'm thinking, like, oh, man, there's something got to, there's got to be something out there, man. And I'm laying there thinking, like, man, it's got to be much bigger than all this, man. And it's weird, like, uh, I don't know. I, I went laying there. I thought like okay, so here, hold on, hold on. You're you're going roundabout. Are aliens real? That's what I'm asking you right now. Sadly, I don't think so. Okay, no. Okay, no. Now, now, in in by me by me asking aliens, I'm asking, do you think there is extraterrestrial life out there in the universe? I'm not asking if it's visited yeah, our planet. Yeah, Do true. you think yeah, there is fathomably, life? Fathomably, I think so. Okay. Probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. I Me just too. know how big a light year is, and I know, right. you know. Right. <laughs> and I know how Thank big. Thank you for saying you know, that. And, and really, that, I mean, uh, getting past all Dude, the time. Dude, even, even our closest. For how fast you'd have to go. and To get here from Andromeda, our nearest galaxy to us. It's really it's really like even just kind of funny and silly even to talk about right now. No, but no, but you that's know, why our skeptical. Oh no, of course, of course. But that's why, our, that's, that's why our skeptical hats are off. Right. We're taking right. those hats off and we're going right. to entertain the idea mm. that things are possible. So definitely. So we look at, we it's look just at outside of human as you know, it's outside of us. Okay. Okay. We but, can't fathom. So we let me, that. let, okay. That far away. Stop. Let me, let yeah. me, let me play the devil's advocate. Of course. In what the devil of course would do. Cause the devil would, would the devil in being the devil would become an alien and he would come to the planet to teach us how to build pyramids. So, aliens. Is it is it strange to you that there are pyramids in multiple continents and multiple places across the across the globe <clears throat> that all are unexplainable in how they're built and where they got the materials to build them and how they got them there. And they all orient to the same um, coordinal plane. Yeah, they all kind of match up and where they're pointing. Right. That is, in a, for now, like, it's kind of unexplainable. Of course, of course. So, you know, so it's, I wasn't there. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? None of us but were just there. Because but isn't it's it easy? Isn't it, isn't it pretty, isn't it pretty easy and sufficient to say that? Something new, maybe maybe an outside force gave knowledge. Mm. So there are, there's guys named, a couple guys, Randall Carlson, is one, and he's a a doctor, a he has a doctorate in anthropology. He's an archaeologist, historian, and Graham Hancock, who's Mm -hmm. a historian. 
And they propose not necessarily aliens, but that we're that we humans are a species with amnesia. And we used to have me- megalithic cities built in the 30 to 40,000 years ago. And because of... Um, Degeneration and, or something? No, because of... out. Um, what do they call them? Um, like, because of impacts. Like, like um, oh God, what's the name? I can't... My brain is not working at the moment. Um, but like like meteors hitting the planet, asteroids hitting yeah. the planet, setting us um, back, causing causing catastrophic catastrophic impacts. Is that the word? That that is a great word. That is not quite not the word, the word I was thinking there. of, but that's almost right there. Catastrophic impacts of like we know an ice age happened about twelve thousand eight hundred years ago. We yeah. know there was an ice age, the late ice age, and it ended the Holocene. Um the Holocene era of planet development, which was like 2,200 years ago to, I mean, sorry, 220,000 years ago to 1,200 years ago. Um, The Holocene era, it ended. And the Ice Age happened, but then the Ice Age rapidly quit about 10,600 years ago. And we think that that happened because a couple meteors hit the planet. But because of that happening, um, we had massive ice sheets all over the planet because an ice age happened and it rapidly melted and flooded the planet. Weird. That's why we have things like the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. Big fucking runoff um, areas where it's like huge but but you see other things dug out you see other things like mm-hmm. the sphinx yeah okay the sphinx sits there in the middle of egypt who hasn't had we know in the nile basin where that sits we there it's fact it's like <laughs> fact that there hasn't been rain there in like 9,000 years, 7,000 years, something crazy. And we see erosion on the Sphinx. Crazy water erosion. My numbers might be off. But we know that at some point, like seven to 9,000 years ago, the Sphinx was flooded with water for a long time. And we see that the... like. There's a lot of rain, like water, the only like erosion that we can only attribute to water, yeah. wind and other sand and, and just wind in it itself. It would do different types of abrasions right. on the surface of Absolutely. the so we I got you. So we know that water happened and water flooded that area at some point. And that coincides with the explanation that modern day historians supply for Egypt in that Egypt's only like 3,200, 4,000 years old. Well, there hasn't been rain there since that time. 
like the amount of rain that is needed yeah, that actually to cause the erosion that we see on the Sphinx. So the Sphinx has to be older than like 9,000 years old. Huh. Which, which then coincides with we know there was an ice age and it melted rapidly. All the water eroded from the ice age from the northern hemisphere washed down into the southern hemisphere across the Sphinx. There is the explanation for the erosion that we see on the Sphinx and where the water went from the ice that we had in the Northern Hemisphere. So that leads to the question. We have now Mm. monuments that we know existed before there was an ice age. Because if the Sphinx was there, the Sphinx was there, it got frozen in ice or nearly... And then the ice thawed and washed it out. So the Sphinx had to have been there at least 12,000 years ago. Hmm, That's awesome. I wonder... Which uh, coincides with the new development they found in Turkey called Gobekli Tempe. And that is a huge monument they found that is... They they estimate Gobekli Tempe is 27,000 years old. Twenty-seven thousand years old, the monument they buried in the dirt. That's wild, man. That's wild. So, so here's my question: If all that shit's there, if it's there, and we're now being able to like actually date this stuff and find out this stuff, like this, I, I don't, I don't know this for a fact. I've read this. This is only stuff I've read. It's not like I've done the tests or anything. Right. Went to the place, dug the shit, saw the But my my (laughs) question is, if this stuff is in in fact factual Mm -hmm. and things are as old as they say they are, either humans have been as smart as we are now for a lot longer than we think Mm -hmm. and everything got destroyed and we had to rebuild it, Including the knowledge that we had got lost, or yeah, not quite the Wi-Fi, or think the Wi-Fi. Think we had the Wi-Fi. I think there's some weird shit that goes on with the way that Egyptian pyramids are built to build elect electronic. Like, um, they had a different kind of well, energy they, or they, something that like, there's some weird shit, and mm. I don't have explanations for it. But there's stuff that's sounds greater. Know. That probably than sounds I, so hokey. It does. No, it does. Shit, no, like, it does sound hokey. But remember, we're taking you know. our little skeptic hats off, and we're being so. <laughs> so I'm asking. We're trying to think outside the box here. Yeah, I'm it. asking. Like, if we had the technology to build some of the crazy shit we had, and we see some stuff that's been built, you know, tens of thousands of years ago, where did that knowledge come from? And that's the big question. Was it originated from Earth beings? Or was it originated from somewhere else? Dude, do you so, think that... Okay, so, <clears throat> think about this. All right, go for it. Okay, so the whole time since we've like been writing history and doing it as we know it, we've all been ter- against each other this whole time. Now, <clears throat> what if, and I highly doubt it, but everyone, as we know it, or kind of, in a way, everyone who thinks about it, really, 
they think we're barbarians or they think that we have this like really gruff like we're going out hurting killing doing all this shit right what right, right. what if you know there was people before us that were completely mindful of each other not like not like peaceful people there you know in the beginning of time there's always been uh a species that work together um i don't know man i mean think about just birds in general how they you can tell when something's up around in the in nature how that'll i don't know they'll flock to one place if it's bad or I don't know. If it's good, they'll get away from all the badness. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Well, I think... What What if there's something... I kind of talked in circles a little no, bit. No, no, I, I get you. I get you. But what, I if, think. what if there is... You know, what if we as a people before were more apt to be, I don't know, helpful rather than... Well, okay, okay. So if negative, if, there's been a lot of I, negativity. I, I think that as knowledge expands, if if we are to judge anything about humans and maybe how we would have come to being where we are now, um, if we if we were to, I mean, part of the problem is is to think that how they thought. Ex- assume 15,000 years ago to assume that they thought the same way that we think now genetically we're pretty much indistinguishable from those people 15,000 years ago the people that existed we're pretty much genetically indistinguishable from them we just have modern language that's why everyone's like oh man evolution doesn't exist because they think about the scale of time, and they right. think about how short, supposedly, everyone thinks time. Yeah, we've been around, and then they think, "Oh well, yeah, evolution isn't real." Because you know, well, so we know that modern changed. modern Lots homo changed. homo sapiens, us, who we are right now, mm. genetically, have been around for about two hundred and twenty thousand years. Our species of 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 Homo sapien has been around for about two hundred twenty thousand years. So, in that, you can look to you know there have Gains. been there have probably been macro changes and micro changes in that species since then to now. Of course, yeah. language deferment, the size we are, how much we can eat, how long we can live. Um, how good a genes we have because of medicine. You see all those things. Every happen. single attribute helped mutate another. And it really, I don't know. That's how I look at it. No, it yeah. kind of brought us into yeah. what we are now. No, it's all there. That is the process. But, Making us our best livable creature. So, gene- but, but genetically, the people that we were that far ago are like the people that we are now. I mean, there's not a big difference. Even in brain power, we have more knowledge that we can interpret, but brain power probably wasn't that much different either. They had some knowledge at that point in time to build the things that they built. It's pretty incredible. So either, either, and I'm not trying to create 
a false dichotomy here. I'm not trying to create, you know, have a fallacy here, but either we are a species that were given the knowledge then that we didn't naturally come to. We built all this stuff and then that died out. We forgot. Or that was a technology in, that we had naturally come to. We'd either be given the technology or we came to it naturally. And if that's the case, then we had a technology to move and transport and build structures that we don't know how we did now. Yeah. That means that means the craziest part. That means we were smarter then than we are now in the sense of engineering. I don't know. In a sense, it's kind of funny. Like you could think about it like like look what we have to do to make gaps as tight as they made in the pyramids. And like is that is that not aliens? It yeah. It's kind of funny <sighs> to think about that that way because man, it's so easy to go there. It is so easy. Part of me wants to. You know how bad I want, like, aliens to have coincided with us at some point? Definitely. I mean, it is. I really ache for that to be true. And just the fact that no one can figure out it, like, how, you know, it kind of is almost like an alien race looking at us, like, ha ha ha. You don't know why these are here. You don't know why this is going on. Figure this out. Solve the puzzle. And that's kind of what I've always thought about, in a sense. Like, okay. Well, I read the Bible. Or I had, you know, at a certain time. And yep. I read all these things and different religions talk about this test and la la la. And, you know, and I just want to like fucking, I want to just be Nicolas Cage, man. Fucking I wanna national be, treasure I wanna style. Na- I want to be national treasure. Decoding man. everything. Not really, but yeah, dude. Really, man. I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. When I was younger, I was. I don't know, I was homeschooled for a couple of years and I was like super into history for the that time and I don't know, when I was most young and impressionable, I really let like history kind of like I don't know, take advantage of me, warp my brain, like freaking I don't know, I don't think there's anything necessary. I as I grew up, I, you know, narrowed it down to what was kind of more realistic, but I don't know. It's so important for people at, you know, more important as adults, but, you know, learn from the past and figure out what, you know, my dad was a great example of just like trying to figure out because, you know, we don't always necessarily see eye to eye, but he always has a good spin on, you know, what to be thinking. Very about. true. And he, and he re- really has a great like down to earth approach of like national or uh, foreign policies and things and yeah. like you know he's just you know older than me but observant but, he, he and, pays and attention and really man. yeah and that's he what pays it attention down to. he's observant yeah and you know and i love that and he gives both that, sides you know you can sure. tell talking to him you can uh, tell he gives both sides a fair shake yeah that he nice. he he can he he's not he's not far one way or the other mm-hmm. you know yeah, he likes to see it for what he is, and he'll give you a good, honest opinion about what he wants, you know, what he thinks is the best. And 
what I yeah. like is about, you know, what I love about it is he is willing to be like, dude, you're not looking at this. Like, you know, call you out, call me out on my bullshit, which is cool. Call you know, me out on my bullshit, as, but, but sometimes, all you, did, know, you know, as with any person, we have a flaw where sometimes we don't want to see our own. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and and, yeah. and that that's... Mm, yeah, we go there. A lovable yeah. but apparent. You know what I mean? Like, mm, mm. there's... Oh, yeah. It's always back and forth, too. Because uh, perspectives and what you it, see... It has to change because well, everything how, changes how all the time. things, like... Yeah, uh, what you look at to gain that opinion is crucial. How you're actually, you know, viewing it, uh, you got to take it from the standpoint of, you know, the writer or the person, you know. Yeah. Well, well. So there are there are facts, and that is something that is normally universal to everybody, and then there are. What really opinions. makes you opinions, <laughs> but but you can take an effect. You can take a fact like me and you both. OK, take me and you. We can take the same fact. Any fact, whatever it is, True. and having a different opinion of that same fact. It doesn't mean we're wrong for yeah. having our opinion because we're basing it off the same fact that's true if you have an opinion off of falsity that creates a problem but if you if there's a fact and you guys do, and you just read right. a fact you discuss it and most of the time there's only one resolution or answer or something to a you know a problem with a fact but I don't know. It uh, it usually doesn't come down to whether the fact is true or not. It comes down to the opinion that you hold about the fact that you both agree is true. You know what I mean? Did I just fuck that up? No, I don't think so. Yeah, you're right. Like, in a sense, you're right. Like you could As both agree something is true, but true. how you get it's to the, you're but, right, but you disagree on how you get to the same truth. Exactly, and actually, that's part of growth, right there. Right, being able to be like, okay, well, this is actually true, and yeah, this is true. Like my friends that I don't know, yeah, I, I have I'll, a lot of friends that lo like like Trump for certain reasons. You know, and they can disagree on. Certain, he's our president. Yeah, and they can disagree with certain aspects of what he's doing right now, and I can too at the same time. But then again, you know, we both agreed that he is our president. But then again, we both I don't know. You can disagree. No, no, super weighted. Well, you well, know, cause, well, you can know. you can go. Okay, he's our president, and he has to make. Trump he, is more he, Tom he Brady is, than he is the Tom Brady is right now. Trump's more Tom Brady than Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Okay, I'm I'm down with that. I that. <laughs> you get that analogy? No, I I'm I'm there. I'm there with you. And if you guys don't get that analogy, please at least send us hate mail so at least we can know you're fucking listening because this is getting sparse. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple little hearts out there. A couple of lovers of boop, listening. Boop, boop, boop. Whatever. Little Donna heart, heart farts. Donna. Psh. You're amazing. Yeah, man. Thank you. 
Yeah, we got some good people out there. Man, Vinyl Wrestling Place. I've been talking to those you guys, people when we get vinyl, in there. Yes, you're amazing. So, that's always nice. Um, getting love from Getting the local, St. John's. Mm. We're loving it. Yeah, I don't know. I joined a couple uh, Vinyl Forever pages that are pretty local. So that's kind of cool. People that really collect records and love music in general. And we want to let you know, too, that this is... This is a talking podcast. We happen to play a vinyl on it. Yeah. That we love and we want to share yeah. with you, but this is a this is a podcast about conversation yeah, more more than the music. Yeah, we we're playing the music as a vessel to actually talk about spark our conversation respect. and yeah. respect exactly. We really just want to show appreciation Roots. to the music. Yeah, because this is all kind of what we came for, or what we brought up listening to. Me and Aaron are, I don't know, man. We're very, in a sense, like... Aristocrats of... And I'd say sentimental Pop music, popular music, through the last 40 years of evolution of music. We've been told, we've been raised to be, and kind of... Well, I don't know, man. I There are definitely bands that I like that my parents don't like. There are definitely bands that they like that I don't like, but you know what? It's amazing how much of the music that my parents listen to transcends into what I listen to today, or at least influences it. What I listen to today. Like I can definitely get, uh, most, definitely. most of the day, a song I'm listening to, I can imagine either my mom or my dad listening to at that time too. And that's, that's most of my life. Yeah. 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 See, I don't know. It's been cool. Like kind of always having that discussion with my dad about music. It's always kind of been like a two way street. Like when I was younger, I don't know. It was always kind of what was on the radio with them. And, gotcha. and they just kind of talk about everything, really. And and then as I got older, I don't know. Me and my dad, we played music together. So I, I learned all the songs that my dad knew how to play on guitar. And that was kind of fun. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to play on, on guitar, but, you know, I could sing harmonies to him. And of course. Like, you know, play congas to him and, you know, just help him, uh, you know, accompany him. But I got to gain that respect for all his older, you know, style stuff he liked and and then on the drive home, when I got older, you know, like he freaking played guitar all night and sang all night, you know. And so, I, you know, being young and I, you know, I drive home every once in a while and I got to play my music and stuff. And he'd be like, you really like this? You like this? And sometimes, you know, he'd ask me. He'd question you. And yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd question yourself. Right. And I'd be like, yep. yeah, why do I really like this? You know what I mean? That Which happened to me fun. too with my dad. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, <laughs> I have a little bit it's of funny, more my mom, experience my mom, I'm going to let you know. It's I funny. My mom this. never it's questioned. Cool. My mom has never questioned the music I listened to. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. dad did. Yeah. My dad questioned the music that I played. But right? my mom never did. I remember getting. That's awesome. We'll be the same way, dude. I know. That's, yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. We have a good appreciation I, for our dads. and. <sighs> And their ways are huge right. impact. <laughs> huge yeah. impact. Gotta love them. Um, sure. 
awesome. Yeah, but hey, regard, hey, sure. I, this it's funny how that came from aliens. <laughs> hey, what dads, I want to say, our dads are aliens, man. They were good that's buddies was, forever. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think man, that they have a good relationship? Do you too. think that? <laughs> We are still being influenced by aliens, and they're just so crafty that we don't know they're influencing us. So the fact that me and you are still friends and our parents were friends before they birthed is also sort of an They're alien. dumbing us down. And no, it's part Not of an true. alien science experiment to see how mutually exclusive families develop with each other and how... As opposed to people that have no recollection of that's each what I'm other talking at about. all. Boom. Go. How's that? I love it. Genetics. Is that is that what we are? No. 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 I can't. I can't. I can't say no. I can't We're say fortunate. yes either. Thank you, fucking science. No. no. Woo. Because really, I don't know. Man, we've been through some crazy shit outside of each other. Aliens couldn't have thought of <laughs> the shit that we've you. been through. Well, that's definitely, man. The the oh shit. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. You're absolutely right. The stuff that we've been through, aliens could not have thought of. Nope. No, they would have gone outside the bounds and it would have just, I don't know. That makes no sense. I must implode. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't they know couldn't either. have done us like we do us. <laughs> that just sounds kind of weird. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Good. Wow. We what a, what a hell of a thing, huh? Yeah. Life is sweet. We're really getting places here. I think so. We went all over the... Man. This was a hell of a podcast. Damn. I hope... I think we're getting uh I don't know. Getting a hang of it? Maybe a little. Maybe so. Some people might we have... Had, we, this really we, was... We were busy, dude. This week was fucking crazy. Rolling all over the place. I, like, honestly, I always think about the podcast. I always think about it. We did it. two this week. Yeah, but it was but, impressive. But really, like, man, I knew it was my week for the album. Yep. And you know, but really, like, man, I was busy. But I feel like, yeah, went off without a hitch, man. Feeling good. Yeah, this was great. It's always a good. I don't know. It's like the gym in a sense. You get that little release. You get the little bit of kind of shakes right as you walk into the gym. You're like, oh man, I gotta put up these weights and you lay down for your first warm up set of your very first workout. <laughs> right. You're like no no weights at all, maybe. No weights at all, maybe, and you're just like, Oh, okay, well, here it goes. All right, I'm I'm starting to do some movements. I'm feeling it. Oh my my joints hurt. You oh, dread it. Oh, this hurts. And then you put on the heavies and you go <laughs> Holy shit, I can pick that up and I still succeed and I push through it. All right. <laughs> and I keep going. Holy shit, this working out's been paying off. Yeah, man. This is awesome. <sighs> the mirror might not show it, but the day on the, putting the shoes on and picking them up, that that pays off. That that shows that it's paying off. Hell yeah, dude. The fuck the mirror. Fuck the mirror. Hey, dude, the book. The book doesn't lie. The that's right. The and, good and book. And you know what? We just finished. We just finished this rotation. Yeah. Well, okay. Today was leg day. Tomorrow's day three. So tomorrow, finish this rotation. It's up all weights. Whoop up! We're going heavier rotations because we were able this week on bench press to do one more than our recommended weight. 
We easily we sick. easily went one more over our bench press. Right. Yeah, we hit our max. We found a good weight, and then yeah, this week we were able to do it one more rep. So easily. Yeah. So we'll so we're going up in weight on all workouts. Keep and going. Keep grinding. Have another two or three weeks of this weight. Yep. To all our workout friends out there, keep it up. Yeah, dude. And hey, if you even if you're not like working out and you fucking feel like, "Oh my god. Dude, just ditch ditch the soda." That's my preaching thing. That's the only thing that yes. I'm going to tell anybody out there. Any kind, just just ditch soda altogether. Throw it out. If you really want to go another step, get some kombucha, man. Yeah. Get some immune. Get some fucking so gut. Your gut, gut biome. Health, man. Your gut biome. Get your gut up. Um, I, I, I can drop a little bit of knowledge. Thank you, Jason, for bringing that up. If you yeah. guys want to go there for two and a half minutes or so, um, your gut biome, the way that your amoebas in your gut bacteria process food predicates how much your liver and your pancreas and other things like that develop serotonin how much they develop dopamine and that goes through your bloodstream and crosses your blood brain blood brain barrier and affects your happiness and i'm not kidding you guys this is like this is a dumb guy understanding scientific fact to the best of his ability but having high amounts of sugar processed in your stomach um, at a time, high amounts of sugar at a time. One, it affects your cortical levels. And two, it affects the way that your liver and your pancreas process insulin. And therefore excrete serotonin and dopamine. And the more you have, the less it's tolerant to and it produces less and you're less happy. And so that's why you get a boost of it because right away when you get sugar, a lot of it at one time, it'll give you a little boost of that serotonin dopamine and then you'll crave it for more. Are you looking for the bottle opener? Yeah, man. The Seahawks opener? Oh, dude, I got one. The Seahawks one? Is that that's what I was looking for? It's right there. It was on my side, man. Will you, you pour, had such a good thing going too? Will you? I'm sorry. That's okay. Will you pour some of that in here? Anyways, oh, guys, what I'm talking about, and Jason brought it up, is gut health. So if you, pe- it's if, so if you guys, man, if you guys are someone who maybe you drink. A 32 ounce sugar uh, soda a day. Maybe you have some donuts and cinnamon rolls and stuff like that every morning. And you're having the bread and the sugar and all this stuff like that. And you guys want to start cutting out the sugar. This is crazy because I look today. I look today. You talked about little like five pack rolls of donuts and I'm a I'm guilty because I used to eat this shit all the time like quick little groceries or boom uh, bang or quick to grab food. quick okay, to grab so I checked this out today dude 33 grams of fucking sugar in that's a, in a five pack dude that's the equivalent that's, that's your entire daily recommended 
amount of sugar mm. per day. And you're literally, most people, or well, not most people, probably, hopefully, but I mean. No, most people, it's, a it's lot the of truth. People, oh, man, I went and I looked down a lot of products. I looked down uh, Nature Valley and I looked at their little health bars. Supposed to be healthy? Yeah. And um, so granola, yeah, nuts, all this stuff that is good for you, but it's sweet stuff. It's what glues that shit all 15, together. 15, 16 grams of sugar per serving. Well, and it's crazy because it's not even just like every once in a while um, that they'll be like, more than two servings in one single package. So yeah, very so, often. Yeah, not very yeah, often. Yeah, more of often course. than not. It's per it, package per it, serving. Well, if you're if you want to be, you know, if you want to eat enough, if you want to get the proper nutrition, like if you want to I don't know or for me, I was uneducated in a sense of just overall health. Naturally for so long I just only ate vegetables and I ate things that were good for me that I naturally just stayed skinny throughout freaking all high school. And then as I got older I developed a sweet tooth, you know, like bad. At, yeah, as I was drinking me too. Drinking fucking beer and just like being unhealthy naturally just from vodka fucking, red bulls from rocking, being fucking trying to be a music <laughs> hardcore guy, you know, just yep. living, dude, and living hard on dude. the road. Yeah. Of course. I don't know, having a good time, rocking yep. out too hard. Yep. But I don't know, you naturally develop these habits and then you don't understand or I didn't personally how exactly I was I had an amazing immune system I still do so yeah I never gained any really weight but but you man, realize but how you, you feel how you now feel, how you feel man and remember like, back in the day know. when you would wake up after a night and you would just feel like garbage because right? dude I can do this podcast right now have two fucking great marvelous shots of scotch and drink two big fucking IPAs and you know and feel great tomorrow morning because leading up to your that, gut health leading up to that like I you know I don't have ulcers I don't have these little well no, ulcers are a serious issue man well Holy but Lee crap oh but you're God. also managing like all you're, sides you're, man less sugar you're less man you're you're managing Not the carbs. the health of the the biome in your gut dude you're managing um because you have to imagine your stomach and the way it works as its own ecosystem yeah you are not one thing you are a million different forms of bacteria all coalescing together into one functioning ecosystem. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> That's exactly 100% straight. Great. One God, of the fucking Chris best Rock. movies forever, forever. Greatest yeah, movies. Chris Rock, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um, and so, and so, like Jason <laughs> said earlier, kombucha or kimchi or mm -hmm. beef broth, uh, bone broth. Um, Anything that is a probiotic, you even probiotic pills, you can go to GNC, you can go to places like that. 
So they have like, and it, I don't know, they have yogurts with yogurts. Uh, yogurts are probiotics. Yeah. Pre- yogurts are probiotics. Uh, but kefir is it? Is it kefir? That is, shit is amazing. Kefir it's got is twelve amazing. different probiotics. Yeah, I get the I get the strawberry. Yep. Um, but even that in one of those big bottles you get, ooh, three servings. Yep. You know, so yeah, I don't know, but it it Pay helps, man, and so. You really can tell a difference if you are drinking and you are taking in biotics. I mean, I mean, little actual organisms that are beneficial to your own guts organisms. They help you work in digestion. They help you work in um, taking uh, essential amino acids and fatty acids and other things like that out of your food. And processing everything great, um, working to help uh, supplement men in your endocrine system and how well you boost testosterone. Hey. And if you guys are drinking, if, if, if men out there specifically, if you guys are drinking lots of soda or energy drinks or stuff like that a day, you are risking two things. One, low testosterone syndrome. Guys, it's it's really <laughs> gonna it, it really will kick in later. And two, non alcohol non alcoholic fatty liver syndrome, and it's basically the same thing that alcoholics get. Heavy alcoholics get where they get extra fat buildup around their liver, and they can't produce things as well, um, excrete toxins as well. Um, you can get that without drinking the alcohol because of the amount of sugars you drink can actually supplement and create episodes where it it's going to be a major factor it, it, it's it, increasing it replicates it replicates a liver inducive of drinking like like real alcoholism but it's only from sugar intake it's 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 insane you guys so watch out for it be mindful of it hey keep your <laughs> guts intact Drink probiotics. Take probiotics. Right. Oh, it man. helps. You'll know. You'll know when you, you feel, feel good. You feel the difference. You'll like know. you can. You can drink. And and I understand kombucha. Some people think vinegar. It's, it's gross. Kimchi. It some people gross. think vinegar. Um, dude, bone broth. Um, and just like like Jason, what was the other one you said? I uh, can't kefir. remember. Kef, kefir. Yeah. It's kind of like a yogurt. Kefir is like a yogurt or yogurt itself. I just itself, drink but, it, man. But I'm yogurt, I understand the dairy yogurt is some weird for some people. Right. The, for, well, to get, but kefir's great. Just drink it. Yeah, use that. Kombucha, just drink mm. it. Buy freaking like granola or granola. Like and kefir. Buy, granola and, and kefir. Like just a light little weight and just fucking, you know, pour it into a little yeah. cup and yeah, sprinkle in some granola. Maybe, I don't know, I always get this strawberry flavor. So grab a couple of blueberries and throw them in too, just for freaking. Boom. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. I've done that. Health tip of the week. Times. You guys, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah, man. Um, There's so many things you can do, man. I actually, I wanted to eat something fast, and I ran into problems today, just like wanting to find something without that sugar content. So I ended up like drinking all, everything. <laughs> yeah, isn't that fucking weird? It, it is weird, sucks, for, it, dude. dude. It's weird for I me sometimes eat, too, man. So what I, I do, some shit. What I find myself doing, and is when I when I need to do that, but I don't want the sugar background, but I want to mouse something quick, is I will eat 
an avocado. Right. I got I got a good stock Boom. of avocados. Avocados are great. And it's chicken, man. Yeah. Chicks. Fucking chicken. Chicks. It's right there. It's See, easy, fast man. to cook. A little bit yeah. of breading, a little bit of grease. When I'm at work, they just marinate all that shit. <sighs> so I can't have all that. But breaded, non-marinated? Do they like have orange. It's like orange jelly chicken. Oh, they don't have any like like chicken strips. Flat. Or Dude, they have uh, what about spicy. the what about the whole? No, I'm the saying whole roasted chicken. Fucking right, dog. Man, you would think that'd be edible. I don't know. They do. I okay. rock it. I rock it. It's protein. Yeah. It's no, fuck. Right. That's a fucking chicken, dude. No, you're right. It's just they don't, don't put. Know. But the thing is, great is they don't put anything on those. They sprinkle some salt and pepper on the top of the skin. I don't know. I'll and they look throw into it that. In that. I'll bag. look into that. <laughs> it's that. Uh, that was that's an option that I rock, dude. Is just because I've done it before. But because they, they also have whole chickens that are crispy too, that are breaded. That are, well, see, and the know. breading's fine. They get some extra carbs in there. You get some extra things in the in the breaded. I usually rock just the like the in the rotisserie, just chicken, oh, yeah. whole chicken, dude. I eat a whole chicken. It's like a pound yeah, and a half. I I've eaten a whole chicken. I mean, you mound most of it. You get a couple drumsticks for dude, you eat all stupid the stupid chicken, man. That's what Fuck. I mean, I've eaten dude. I've eaten and two. <laughs> That's what I mean. And so you uh, get one of those whole chickens, and they don't do anything to them. Yeah, true. It's the same meat that they freeze well, and we'll put see, in the bag. Man. I'll, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a means that isn't fucking c- glossed and coated <laughs> in sugar, dude. That's all I'm saying. And you don't have to cook it yourself. Yeah, well, if it is fast and easy. But ah oh, man, I always eat fucking nuts, dude. I I, I nut eat nuts. Bean. I yep. Yep, me butter. too. Peanut butter. Peanut butter is like my fucking... Peanuts, almonds, my cashews. Group. <laughs> peanuts, I eat a lot of... I, I eat a lot of peanuts and peanut butter, I bananas, know. apples. I'm sure that my Avocados. Fucking, my, my dad's like, diverticulitis. He's like, don't you dare eat your nuts, sir. Uh, Dude, that's why you eat probiotics. That's why you have probiotics. True, man. Diverticulitis. Gut if you yeah. if you take probiotics and all the time, and you're especially if you're mixing kombuchas and your kimchi's and your and your kefir and your Greek yogurt, and you know if you're mixing the different probiotics you get at a regular basis, Dude, you're keeping so your, many different types. That's what I mean. That's you're, what's so you're neat. Ke- you're keeping your gut up to health. You're keeping it working all the time, and you don't get diverticulitis from that kind of shit because your gut is working to fucking counteract all that shit see i feel like naturally like i don't know that stuff probably wasn't readily available <laughs> you know what i mean like, it was it just wasn't time, it wasn't the fucking wasn't knowledge get, it wasn't the knowledge yeah, it, no one really like it wasn't the rhetoric to follow <laughs> yeah especially where we grew up you know what i mean especially yeah like we live in a spot that's like so health oriented i don't know almost to a point where it's kind of annoying Dude, like, guess what we just did? We talked for fucking we blasted, three hours. We blasted our longest podcast of the life in the world forever. Okay, well. 
We might have overdone it, ladies and nope. gents. I, th- I, mean, I don't think we overdid it. I think this was an amazing podcast. Yeah, man. Okay, I, 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 a quick I, shout out to everyone. To shout out to everyone. And I think I think it. that this is probably the link, the maximum link that we can Go. have people pay attention to us. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe <laughs> we'll get feedback from this and people will love this one. Maybe. Okay, quick shout outs. Um, we mentioned so we mentioned literally everyone that's been a part of this so far almost. Yeah. And honestly, the people that we didn't mention, like, you still know that we Beth, wish you. Jada, you're amazing. You're sitting in on the other side of the wall with the Metallica right, sign right now. Right, listening to us just being like, damn, when are you guys going to be done? I have to, Beth has to work at 7.30 in the morning. Right, but they love us. And they just want one yep. more conversation and one kiss goodnight. I know. That's how they are. They're beautiful. All right. You're all beautiful. Thank everybody, you for listening, man. Everybody Everyone. out there who tuned in, Rusty, you were amazing. Thank you for being a great yeah, guest. Yeah, dude. Thanks, bro, for being here. <laughs> I don't know, man. This was a good one. Happy everything. <laughs> good night. Hello. Good morning. Uh, uh, whatever this is. For you. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.